0: We're just uh, plugging anime expo because we were just there. <laughs> welcome, one, <laughs> welcome all to episode 32 of the None of Our Business podcast. We are your hosts, Philly, Philly fanatic, philanthropy, philosophy, P money, fill these nuts, sane, <laughs> silent tempo. Mm-hmm. We have Keenan, <laughs> Keenan Duncan, CNN hmm. Dunkaroos,
1: CNN, uh, CNN, C- uh, Chan- uh. Change, change the channel. Black uh, Liberace. <laughs> I
0: don't know. That's- Black <laughs> Liberace. <laughs> and we have a very special guest this week.
1: <laughs> guest week. Uh, <laughs> Patrick. Uh, Ward. <laughs> Ward.
2: Patrick Ward. Why don't yeah. you go ahead and say hello to the world, man.
3: Hey, guys. Patrick Ward right here. Great to be with my mates. Hey. Yay. He had to let everybody
2: know. He yeah. says There's
3: mate. the accent. <laughs> there it is. You sounded Wait. American for a second. I know. <laughs> He's like, yup. oh no, I got to change that real quick. got to throw some more y'alls <laughs> <in laughs> <that." laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love
2: it. Love it. Did we Welcome. introduce Kenan? Oh, no, no, right? I did. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, CNN, oh, I just, Sorry, oh, I just that's wanted to tell you
0: That's how insignificant you are to his life. Billy forgets me
1: in like two seconds. He's like, did we even introduce him? Like, is he part of the <laughs> show. Oh, Who is <where's> this guy? <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were rubbing it. My... <laughs> Is that how you rub one out, Katie? <laughs> <I laughs> holding just, the one he,
0: index finger? He throws up the peace sign and then he strokes <laughs> it in between the feet. Like Make fingers. love, not warm. <laughs> like if he's shaking off a cigar like
4: or a cigarette. <laughs> I don't know. You know,
0: It could be a cigarette or a cigarette. Okay, we're one. starting a new Depends. podcast. <laughs> uh, Fuck these guys. Me and Patrick. Yeah, are just a new one. you and me, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> That's an old name. You don't these guys. It's going to be these called guys. P- PNC. Patrick and cunt. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 now he's getting into <laughs> the Aussie ooh, slang.
2: Ooh, isn't that like? Isn't that? Isn't that? Yeah, it's it's a common commonly used word out in, the, in, yeah, in Europe, so, but out here it's like, oh, don't say that. Nah, America
3: so say gets like super like fragile about right? different words. I mean, yeah. I would, and and you can tell in the tone of voice. Like if I call uh, Billy, you're such a cunt, but you can tell I'm joking in my voice. <laughs> yeah. whereas. If I have beef with you, I'll probably call you mate. Like if I'm in the club uh, and you're like <laughs> trying to start something, I'll be like, mate, settle down, mate. <laughs> no, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. So but it's all the tone. Like that's the thing. With it words. is. It is so because
0: you do the same for bro. Like
3: hey, bro, oh, hey, bro. bro. Hey, bro. Yeah, yeah. like
0: bro
1: bro, 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 bro. Come to my DJ, bro. bro, please. bro. <laughs> please, let me. Give in. In, in, in. What is your word
2: it, when you have beef? When you have beef in the club?
0: Uh, crickets.
3: <laughs> um, he goes silent. Um, uh, well, uh, <laughs> that, That's I, the deadliest of
1: all. I don't say anything. Whenever Kenny yeah. goes, pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. sir. Seriously.
3: <laughs> Why, I never. <laughs>
2: How dare he? You actually have a podcast called like Words with the. Uh, words
3: with Ward. Yeah. Words yeah. with Ward. So, like, words with Ward. I mean, the alliteration goes without saying. Right. Um, mm. any, any marketer will tell you if you can come up with some alliteration, there's a product right there to Boom. sell oh
1: nice okay
3: um and yeah i no, the, the, i guess you'd call it yeah a podcast or a video series i just okay because you record it yeah well, yeah i yeah. record it usually he's throwing
2: shade at me right now by the
1: way <laughs> <laughs> he's like i actually See, record you, you set up stuff. a camera and
3: <laughs> well not not even it's literally usually doing uh with a zoom or skype or something like that just because yeah. i'm not In the same place as them i mean i have done it live in Mm -hmm. los angeles for you know people who are here but generally it's recorded via zoom and it's literally just two simple questions what is one word you would like people to use more of Mm -hmm. and one word you would like people to use less of so the whole thing doesn't go longer than a minute Mm. and the whole purpose of it was i was thinking of what's like a type of content that i can create very regularly Mm -hmm. and it was Around words because I started my career t-shirt. as a writer, okay. and so it made it just made sense to create around a concept of I'd seen so many people, particularly in the corporate world, use words poorly and mm-hmm. not even realize it. Like very simple words, it's never a complex word that people misuse because they're sort of so afraid of using it in the wrong way. Right, but it's these little words. So like, like there,
1: there, and there. Well,
3: not wow. even not even that. So <laughs> my classic example of a word that I hate is just, and just is what's known as a passive qualifier. So if I send you Keenan an email, how dare you say that to me? <laughs> right? If I say, "Hey, Keenan, just wanted to get your feedback," I'm immediately putting myself in a position of subjugation by using that word just. It makes me sound less sure of myself, and it it means that you're not going to respect me as much. You might not realize you're not mm. respecting me as much, but you are nevertheless going to respect me less. Regardless
1: of, yeah. yeah okay. Yo. Right. Ah, how often do we do that? I say that all the time. Well, yeah. Hey, just I'm, I'm, you just like to, I'm just saying it. Yeah, just get back to it's me. because you like to submit. That's <laughs> <why you know. laughs> hey, that happened one time on Sunday, all right? That, on, it was on a Sunday. Yeah. Okay,
0: so my, my word that I'd like people to, to use more often is engage. I love hey, that wait, word. Wait,
1: wait. We're not doing his I podcast. Hey,
3: no, I just hijacked this. this is. I want to play this game. I want to play this game. I'm like, oh shit, yeah.
0: yeah let's do that. it. All right. Okay, my word that. is engage. I'd love people to start using that a lot more often because it's not used often enough. And I just, I just like that word. Ooh, just. I said just, but I do. Um, <laughs> the, the word I like to, I like people to 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 use less of. Ooh,
1: that's a good one. Uh, it's always the
3: harder one. Seriously. The well, mine more is, of I, comes.
1: Mine's pretty, pretty easy. I go with the wrong one first and the nice one.
2: It's not your turn yet. Can yeah. You? I know. Don't
1: Let be a cunt, mate. <laughs> <I hate. laughs> Don't be a cunt, mate. He doesn't even know. Uh, you Shut can't, up. He's cunt and mate in the same <laughs> one. Well, that's uh, how
2: you know I got beef with you and I'm playing.
1: Uh,. Let
2: me. Uh, I'm, Should
0: I'm, we come back
1: you know, to you? Oh yeah, yeah. see,
0: he's thinking. That That's one, what dude. I picked. That, up. You're right, though. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. it is okay. Low, yeah? Low, yeah. Low. So <laughs> fuck you. All right.
4: Is that the word you to
0: use for me? Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Swear you're at people no, more. Oh, I got it. it. Oh, okay. Retarded. Retarded. You call me I, that all the time. I never call you retarded. Oh yes, you
1: do. Name one time. Yesterday. I didn't even talk to you. I swear, <laughs> I swear. I He's a new retarded. convert to this position. <laughs> no, fuck
2: yeah! He's he like, say that. when and then
1: Joe thinks about it, he goes back to a couple of.
2: When scenes. I, like, <laughs> when, I, <laughs> to when I do something
1: stupid, it's usually in the comfort. of I just never mean, call you yeah.
0: retarded because I don't use that word myself. No. I don't. Now is that like a politically correct. correct thing or? I just don't like the word. I think it's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. He well, literally used the word no. to say
0: that. No, I, I really just don't like the word. I, okay. I think it's demeaning probably one people, of the meanest yeah. things you could say. Yeah, it is. Well, there, Personally, there, there, there are guy. ways.
3: I mean, that's the great thing about insults. There are so creative uses of them that you mm. can use a better word exactly, than, exactly. than that. They, you they can use still a... use, because often I find there's an interesting thing about swearing, that a lot of people associate swearing with people who are uncouth or people who are less <laughs> educated, and yet they're found in tests, people who, uh, they, they ask you write down like 20 swear words or something, as many swear words as you can come up with. And those who have better vocabularies can actually write down more swear words. Of course. So yeah. Of I course. listed a hundred of them on our yeah. last podcast. Now,
1: can you
2: define uncouth? Because I'm a little offended because okay. I don't know what it means. <laughs>
3: uncouth uh, Uncouth really is like... That's right. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's like uh, lower class. Yeah. Lower class is more the connotation of Why uncouth.
2: I never... <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. What, what's yours? Keep, uh, wait, wait, real, oh, wait, wait, What?
1: Wait, wait. Him. Oh, no. Second no, class you know, citizen no. over here. You guys skipped me. Because I apparently hey, was going in Abraham too Lincoln doesn't give a fuck. All right, you know? so I'll go. I'll go last. Okay, it's okay. That's it's fine. It's okay. fine. Okay. No, wait. Let me say something. No. He's
2: like, no, but wait. FOMO. No, we'll do counterclockwise. So, so no. So it's what called, word? What word said, do you? And also. I believe now this Why are you is, looking this,
3: at me so intently? This when is you your say way that. of
2: being able to find out like how many more swear words are out there in the world or who knows? You've got <laughs> no, some totally. secret plot.
3: <laughs> I'm actually recording all of this for a book. Are you, uh, <laughs> well, I know, actually no, yeah, I'm not actually joking literally. here. Yeah. So when I started doing the series, and and first I was literally doing it as a way of I could interview someone, ask them like to connect over this, I've got this series, and it would mean that people wouldn't be averse to jumping on the phone with right. me because often you know sales you have that yeah. right you have that co- Boom. you know the connection request goes out on LinkedIn they accept and then you're trying to get on the phone with them but people are like oh I don't have time but if you're saying I'm doing something for you I'm doing this interview series and I want to shout you out people are like oh okay yeah. and then inevitably They're more susceptible to it right just, and then after mm. the fact you can have a chat and then oh maybe we could work together so you know there's the subtle <laughs> thing under the radar but after I'd done about ten of these. And I'd always wanted to write a book, but like everyone who wants to write a book, I was like, when am I going to write a book? What do I write a book about? Dude,
2: I wrote a book and it's just sitting there. Right. And then I wrote two books. Three books, yeah. And
3: then I just figured, like, (laughs) well, hold on. If I'm going to the effort of doing this series anyway, and people are coming with all these insights, might as well just turn the stuff into a book so yeah, that's yeah that's cool. Cool.
1: What's, the, what's the book going to be called yeah it'll be a, like words with Word. it'll uh, keep the okay, consistent cool. nice. branding Brand. that. Nice. Yeah. At Brand. i'm all about branding <laughs> <laughs> that's your job right you're in advertisement
3: yeah i've been in advertising for well, just over six and a half years now so nice yeah it, that's it, a career
1: and what uh, yeah no it's a career like yeah, yeah.
2: I think Keenan's just trying to avoid He really his is words. avoiding
3: no, it. I agree. want to know his
0: it's, words.
2: Kenan, have turn. some words. Okay, Will. I
0: have words. You, you, you hit it. But you, you called it.
2: me out. So, All right, you so know as you know, I'm, I'm never prepared, but yet somehow I'm always prepared. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, so words I would like to see used Eat more. A dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
1: that's more than. Ooh, one actually, word. that's
2: actually harder for me. Words I would like to see used more would probably be. No I, words I would like to see myself use more is gratitude, like grateful.
1: Is that what it is? That what it's supposed to be? Like
2: no,
3: ourselves are that, general. It can just, be. That's just something. Honest. I, yeah. Honestly, the whole point of it, I give the people the questions in advance, but I like to. That's why I love this because I'm throwing it on all of you guys mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, what you instinctively say says a lot about you and what you value, and that I think honestly develops a stronger human connection between all of us mm. because i'm you know so. i've i've sort of seen <laughs> i've seen this era come where you know back in the past it seemed at at least to me it seemed like we were able to debate people from different viewpoints in civil constructive ways and yet somehow our societies become more and more polarized and that right. we we we've lacked the critical thinking to be able to have like honest sometimes tough, but honest conversations with one another. Absolutely. And so I'm sort of doing my own little thing to try and get people to, to do that. Mm. To engage. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) really. But not not just engage, like engage their own thoughts. Right. And engage with others that maybe they wouldn't otherwise do because, and I think we're very susceptible here in LA that, you know, we're in at this little liberal bastion, if you will. Mm. And, and, that's great that everyone thinks in a certain way and has, you know, certain values. But I think we can't forget there are people who might not have the same values as us. They're still good people. Yeah. You know, we can't just dismiss them as, you know, right, right. racists, yeah. bigots, whatever we want. There's there's still a person behind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. no, absolutely. You're right. Agreed. Yeah. That's what the comment sections are for in the Pornhub. <laughs> How, that's,
1: how, that's, how you really, that's how you really get See, Speaking of words revealing <laughs> with that, here's
0: the, thing, here's the thing about that, though. That means you have to create an account. And, you know, like, yes. I just don't have time
3: for that. That's how you're you're acting engaged. like Kanan doesn't have a premium membership. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan's like,
2: uh, <laughs> I kind of want to. Do you have a premium membership? No comment. <laughs> He's like, look, man. I
0: had to cut Netflix and Hulu because this is just a lot more important. Hey, it's called prioritizing the <laughs> allocation of your funds, uh, uh, which is which, which Keenan's working on.
2: I think it's crazy that we don't have to pay, like, porn is just free.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Ah, absolutely. I remember when you had to get
1: magazines, and yeah. uh, that was uh, that was it. But a lot of stuff they want you to subscribe, isn't that Why, yeah, I don't know do you have to pay for Netflix how much like, time what,
2: does someone really have for porn in their lives he's like oh <laughs> sign
1: up
0: subscribe and you can watch the whole 40 minute video i'm like yo i only <laughs>
2: need five <laughs> you know if i'm in a good place alone and i've got the right temperature yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right
3: give yeah. us give us your, all right, right, word right. So, like? so so uh, so grateful is yeah. the word i'd what? like to
2: see myself use grateful more because i know a lot of people are throwing it around you know oh I'm grateful for, it. I'm transformed because of all the new age shit. But I, mm. I really think real gratitude is something that's really hard to achieve. Especially for, for, I'm a person that is constantly on the move, constantly doing things. So my ability to appreciate anything is near nil. It, it's almost non-existent because nothing I do has ever, and dare I say, may never be good enough. It's, it's damn near a disease. Really, for me. For I've seen that mm-hmm. about you. And
3: for not yourself. only that, but because you're such like a hustler and looking to like get onto the next thing because you're, you know, wanting to be productive all the time that you don't take the, the step back. And I totally get that. I really relate to that because I was often, and I'm still struggling with that now. You know, I, during college, I did two days of college. I did one day working at the university. I did two days working at an ad agency and I did the two weekend days in the pool teaching kids how to swim. I did that all through college just because I needed to hustle and make money and I was grateful that I did that but only at the very end because that's what led me to come to America the first two times and ultimately when I got the opportunity to move here permanently how there was no question but it's it, it, it can be awful in that way that it can take years before that hindsight strikes you of like, oh, I actually have a lot to be grateful for, even though I didn't feel it at the time. So I'm, I'm 100% with you, Philly, it, trying to work through, even if you don't know where the process is taking you, at least having some faith in that process yeah. and being grateful that you have the opportunity to partake yeah. in that process. Right. It's and it, hard. Like you said, you won't, you, you won't realize it in, no. in
0: hindsight. You will. It,
3: oh, you, you'll literally realize like I, even coming to America was the scariest thing. Like I, I talk about it as a fun story now, mm-hmm. but literally I left a hundred percent of my family, 99% of my mates. Uh, the mates I did have were on the East coast. Cause I did, uh, I was New at York, George, yeah. yeah or the New York and uh, DC the uh-huh. George Washington. Right. So that was an actual full exchange whereas the the UCLA one I did was actually with other Australian students so oh, okay. didn't so. meet a whole lot and um and I had a job. I had a job in Sydney that I could have been comfortable with but still right. I said, you know, let's just take a chance on America. Let's see what You're happens. Like, it. It How old
1: were you when you did that?
3: Oh, what was it, 2016? So, yeah, 22 at the time. So i just finished college. And I literally sort of thought of it in, in two ways. One, if this is a raging success, this is going to be phenomenal. But two, if it's going to be a failure, it'll be a funny story. Yeah, <laughs> but I will have story. to drag myself back to Australia and, and keep doing my thing. Mm. And, you know, I, everyone, like, said, nah. Why, why are you doing this? Old whole family was against it. They said, no, go to Melbourne. At least you're still in Australia. Then, oh, go to London. You know, Europe's the way to be. Don't go to America. <laughs> like, they, why are you going to LA? That's so superficial. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, LA has that element, but there are people here who do have depth. You just need really? to. Uh, let
1: me know when well, you well, find Well, I'm not speaking out. about you, Keenan. I'm more <laughs> oh, speaking about Philly. Yeah.
3: But, you know, uh, like... Trash-ass. TV. Traitors, all
0: of you. You know, we wanted to. Uh, this is actually. We to bring a, you a in. Uh, <laughs> this is, that. We're we're gonna gonna this is you know. a real intervention. You know uh,
3: Patrick here is going to be replacing you.
0: But Keenan, and, uh, right. Keenan you're just has going underlying the, uh, fear <laughs> that every
2: guest we have is going to replace him. <laughs> you're just going to have to
0: just be the stool guy, <laughs> and just setting up like a real producer. Right?
2: Oh. <laughs> just won't be part we're of the promoting just you to producer, uh-huh. Keenan. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> it's definitely a promotion. Like.
0: That, that's that's definitely a story.
3: Like you said, if you would have failed, it'd be like, well, well you go home and call it a day. I was literally about a month. I didn't have like any savings. I came with about two grand, if that, mm-hmm. which immediately went because the, yeah, fir- the first place that I stayed in uh, wasn't going to have like a $500 security deposit. They're like, you have no rental history, so we're going to charge you the first two months rent. Mm-hmm. Please give us $5,000. Oh. I was like, Damn. So I was immediately in a credit card debt. Like and a very expensive debt. And then so for maybe I was a month out from going, I I have no like literally zero funds. But had one company, a financial company, wasn't necessarily ideal, but it took a chance on me, kept me afloat. Mm. Then an app developer took another chance. Now I'm doing a bit better. And now where I'm sitting, it's like three three years in the process or three and a half years now, but I'm making three times more than what I would be if I was still in Australia. So, but only now am I really reaching that full level of gratitude knowing that my decision is validated. Like Mm. I, I made the right call, but you know, if you'd ask me, you know,
0: and now you have the luxury. If you want to go home, you just go home comfortably. Like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. Go back more of a success story than you left it, literally. It, it probably changed people's minds. Oh, <laughs> it
3: it still it didn't for a long time. Wow. And, and and my parents still kind of wince a little when uh-huh. I talk about LA as home. But oh. that this was the thing. So so last year around Black Black Friday, uh-huh. I uh, saw there was five hundred dollar return flights on Qantas, very nice airline, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm I'm jumping on this. So I got this for for Easter of this year. And I decided, okay, it's been three years. It's time to go home, at least see some friends, see some family. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I did that. And even so, they knew I was a bit, like, n- not okay with the current job, how mm-hmm. they'd made some promises and hadn't delivered on those. And I had enough self-respect to go, well, if you're not delivering now, yeah, when are you going to deliver? Mm-hmm. And then from there, they sort of said, oh, so you're moving back to Australia. And then literally, I think the second day I was there, I got an offer through a Skype call for this current job that I'm doing now. Congrats. And yeah. yeah. And as it got close to the, the end of it, once again, I started saying I'm going home. Mm. LA feels like home now. Sydney no longer feels Damn. like home. It felt like an overseas trip. Oh. That's yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> America. <laughs> <Fuck yeah.
0: laughs> Speaking of America, the woman's, US team beat that's right. the Netherlands Yay. today two zero. Let's fucking go, man. Talking about soccer? Is that soccer? Yeah, yeah. soccer. Okay. And women's uh, I, I believe I sports.
3: believe you'll find that's football. Oh, football because it oh, is football. played that's it is played with the, the feet and <laughs> it's a ball, not hand egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And LAFC beat
0: uh, Vancouver last okay. night
1: Woo. six one. Nice. Woof. Savage. But we're glancing over that because nobody cares. So back to Philly, <laughs> and we were, and, and LAFC was like, bah, 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 bah. and Vancouver was like, ah,
0: come in and not say. in the
1: face. All right, in the face. Uh, and
3: um, now we, we go. We've padded long enough. So Philly, you must have your word by now.
1: I know. You, you, <laughs> Wait,
2: honestly, this, this I was word? I was so engaged <laughs> oh, in geez. what we were doing
3: yeah,
2: I, um, that I, I totally yeah, start using that off. Yeah. <laughs> uh but No, yeah, yeah. Grad, gr- grateful and being in a place of gratitude. I I really do believe it's the source of a lot. Of unhappiness is uh, is the inability to really see what's there for you. Um, now, what, uh, now, what's your word? The you word mean? that I'd like to see used less <laughs> is drumroll,
1: Keenan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, I, I don't, I, it's not so much. It's not so much uh, a word as it is a phrase. If I may, yeah, yeah. And, and I think I've had a, people use
3: phrases. Okay. It's fine I, I think, it doesn't think, have to just be a word. I think it's the
2: phrase. I love you because more often than not, in particular in romantic situations, people say it when they don't really mean it. And I know that it's fun when you're in a honeymoon phase of a interaction with people to say those kinds of things. But what I think more people, what people, what I believe people are referring to more often than not is not the person more so than the actual circumstances and the effects of having been in a relationship As opposed to the person, because to really love a person, you have to even love all their flaws. And when you don't love them, still love them. And that's why I don't say it until I can say that.
3: Wow. That is like next level human consciousness right there. Because (laughs) no, but you speak to the heart of what I'm trying to do with this series. And that is get people to think consciously about the words that they use. Or the phrases that they use, because I always say that it, it does three things, right? The words you use affect how you think about the world, how others perceive you, but more importantly than all of those, how you see yourself. And that is why even those little words, if you can change them up, you can either be supporting yourself to reach a place of gratitude or you can be hindering yourself and sabotaging yourself. So a classic example I use is if someone asks how your day is going, a classic response might be not bad. And that's a double right. negative. And it's actually inadvertently putting you in a negative mindset, even though it's still a quote unquote positive phrase. It's mm. still, a, it's a negative way of putting it. So a better way would just be, you know, good. All right. Great. Use that scale. Use that scale of words. I think, a classic thing about America is that everything has to be amazing and yet where's the happiness? A lot of people seem very struggling with the happiness and yet they're always saying, Oh, this is amazing. Or that was hilarious. And that's the funny thing. When, when people ask me, Oh, you know, like how was this particular meal? I was say, it's pretty good. Like only pretty good. Like, why wasn't it not better? It's like, no, I'm just putting it within the context of all human emotion. You know, so that when I do say something is incredible or something is amazing, then it mean actually it, yeah. means something. Yeah, There's yeah. actual weight behind that. There's gravitas behind that. Yeah. I but agree with but that starts from using them consciously and not flippantly. Right. So I, I love that,
0: Philly. Usually, when I get asked, to, like, how's my day coming? I, I just say, I, I've had a solid day. I've, I've had a pretty yeah, solid day. Solid is good. It's been solid. It's been a complete day, ups and downs. It's been a day like Viagra. But it's been a solid day. It's just been rock hard. It's like... just I four, four
2: hours.
0: <laughs> and then I, you have to consult
1: your doctor. Straight up, did. Yeah, it. I did. It. That, that's Just usually that, that,
3: that, If your day is day solid goes. for more than eight hours, <laughs> <laughs> contact your physician. Yeah. Yeah. My day goes in four,
0: four hour sections. So, yeah, that, that, I know you do. Okay. So, Patrick, now that you have all the information you need for your book, uh, I don't think we need you. Really he found the closing uh, portion of his book. That's how right. you close it out. Okay. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs>
1: No, I'm kidding. I, hate, I love you all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh I just
0: flipped them off. Fuck you. Keaton. Okay, give us yours. Right, My Keaton. worst
1: word is empowered. <laughs> no, okay. You want you see that Use no, less? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh uh, no. Um cheat. Patrick did ask me this when we were hanging out months Back ago. In the day. So I already knew my two words when I t- when I said Rast. And they're oh, still I- relevant. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They never change. Uh, almost like I was waiting for someone to ask me that. I'd Be like oh.
3: Is it? Ooh, <laughs> he's is. actually <laughs> been desperate. He's been like, <laughs> he's been pining, yeah. saying like, when are yeah, we organizing like, this man? It's one, been three months. That's <laughs> why he <laughs> <left you laughs> yeah.
4: he's like
0: one day, one day, one day. Somebody's gonna ask me what my favorite word, and is. I'd be like, All <laughs> All right,
1: what the word? Here, I took the
2: Engram test, right? What what was the number that you had again? Oh God. Was it seven or nine?
0: There's seven. Seven. Yeah. So. you the yeah, 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 the end. Yeah, it was test. seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, seven. I, I yeah. forgot
1: what I was. But anyway, the worst word, the <laughs> word I would like to see no, I don't mean to, the word I like to see less is the word wrong. Uh, I, I hear wrong being used so haphazardously and too easily to toss out the justification of, of somebody's thought process, especially on opinionated subjects and topics, even if it is sometimes. Uh, can get scientific a lot of people would still say uh people are doing things wrong or you're doing something the wrong way and uh it doesn't mean you have to encourage somebody positive if they are having errors but to say something that's wrong really is very to me very dismissive especially well it shuts down the
3: argument right then and there Mm -hmm. and it it doesn't facilitate people to engage. Right? Uh, it happens a lot in right. the engineering and science community. Only yeah.
1: Sith uh, steal in absolutes. Right? No? It, so anyway, it teams? was... Like, thought, <laughs> do you have a No? The Jedi, the Jedi reference you guys did?
2: Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, okay. yeah, I got Everybody, it. I got it. God, it. That was the
1: wrong statement. That was wrong... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's just throw it off. Uh, so but, yeah, so yeah. you said
0: it, it happens a lot in the scientific community? Uh, yeah,
1: heavily. Very heavily. Because it's a, lot, it's a very yes or no... The way we're brought up is either this is the right way or this is the wrong way. Uh it, it's it's very Sounds a lot like religion. Yeah. yeah so never it never a, misses organiza- an opportunity. Organizational community. Take shots of some at sort. Religion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also spread obviously outside of the science and engineering community. I see it a lot, politics, economics, stuff like that. The, the conversation I had about uh the value of the dollar in the class and everybody was saying I was wrong and stuff like that. So um that word is definitely a big down-putter. Wrong. Obviously, being a black person, there's plenty of other words out there that are wrong, but not wrong, but that are uh, not, <laughs> not, not good to use. <laughs> not, not appropriate, but uh, wrong is just something that, especially like you're saying on personal experiences, being told I'm wrong on almost everything. Uh, and, you know, it's just you, sort of like You speak a, to yeah. a
3: really good point of... I always like to say, and this, this comes back to like emotional intelligence, whether someone, whether you agree with someone or not, it's really important to conceptualize validating the feelings first. And the reason that you validate someone's feelings first is because that's what they're feeling in that moment. Like that's the thing about emotions is that you need to understand that unless you address a person's emotional needs first, particularly in a heightened emotional state, they're not going to be receptive to having a conversation beyond that. So to merely dismiss them with statements like you're wrong, Mm -hmm. you're immediately a barrier to connection, really. So why not start from a place of, validating that person's feelings letting them know it's okay to feel feelings and i think we can all relate to this as 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 men who have been told you know from a young age no, men don't have feelings men need yeah. to be strong men just you know don't only her. women feel feelings and and we don't right. and and it's it's wrong to do that because the funny thing is when you actually allow yourself to feel your feelings and and just process them you're actually able to get past them sooner And I've found this from very personal experience of when I've given myself the space to do that, Mm. then I can look at myself and look at my actions almost from like a third-party independent observer going like, okay, Patrick, I understand that you were sad in this moment, but now you felt that sadness. What are you going to do next? And it gives you like a course of action in which to, remedy whatever the thing is that made you upset or happy or angry or whatever other emotion it is. Mm. But if you don't allow that, if you just merely suppress that, then it's going to manifest itself in very negative ways, whether it's in outwardly, you know, aggressive ways that hurt people around you, particularly loved ones, or it's going to manifest itself in a way in which literally the body like takes on that stress. That's the funny thing. Like stress is, we know, we talk about stress and, you know, particularly in America where a lot of people seem stressed with work or financial obligations or whatever it is. But the real damaging part of stress is how it infuses itself in our bodies and actually, like, makes ourselves less healthy. Mm-hmm. Cortisol. That's, yep, yeah, exactly. So you got to release
1: it every morning and night, you know. Release what? Sometimes. You
2: know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that release a couple of times a day.
0: Sometimes like three or four sometimes times a day. A day you know? I don't know. Until so
1: yeah. your hand gets tired. Then <laughs> so you just switch to the other hand. You? Uh, Everyone knows the other hand is a word. Get, like, <laughs> sounds like it's sensitive, but to yeah. add on to that super quickly before I get into the word I like to be used more often uh, is that because of using that hearing that word I, I myself try not to disagree or, or say things wrong with a lot of people myself i would i actually take parts on a lot of both sides of the aisle where i would hear people out first or something like that before i jump to a crazy conclusion even though if i have one in my head already um i take the effort to try and not come up with something finite before mm. before i hear it but uh uh to go to continue on to the word i like to hear used more often yes. is the word queef I like the word queef. Queef is not being used as often as it should. It's a very polite and nice word. It's, it's it's not insulting to anybody. It's a form of action that the body that two bodies have to make. You know, a connection, a is loving. It, is it two, two bodies? bodies. Well, yeah, Keenan. What well, do you I think a
2: queef is?
1: <laughs> queef is when the air is have getting you trapped inside. Ever, ever touched a titty? <laughs> it feels like sandbags Forty-year-old <laughs> virgin. <laughs> Yeah, it's the air that gets trapped in, yeah, when I, yeah, yeah, and then it yeah, gets released. there, yeah. You know, when there's some. Uh, I, it doesn't loisages. always require two bodies. Though. Well, <laughs> I, I I like to uh, you know in my head imagine two bodies doing it instead of solo, because then where am I at? <laughs> oh, like, they be you, included? You just can't get your jones. Off I know, like that. yeah, it just doesn't work. I mean,
2: oh, so you're a fan of the queef beyond has, the word? <laughs> yeah, has has yeah,
1: especially when like uh, inanimate, like inanimate an objects don't queef. At least I don't think they queef. I guess they could queef depending on how hard I'm putting my pressure But anyway, not that I've experienced it or anything. Um, Jeez, Louise. Anyway, love word, it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to live it this much, but I do. When I first heard it uh, in high school, I thought it was super funny. I didn't even know what it was <laughs> until I found out later what it was. And I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, he was like, oh, "He's been keeping I- this word <laughs> since high school." <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> see how long I have been waiting to say The it?
2: secrets of the universe <laughs> are found in a
1: queef." <laughs> Pretty much. Queef. See how it comes off the rolls off the tongue <laughs> and the He had that fat you know, you get the nice little uh sound effect. La, 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 la.
0: <laughs> you can David True <laughs>
1: "Today we shall watch." <laughs> <laughs> As a whole, uh, <laughs> the whole spider monkey. <laughs> Do you know David Attenborough? <laughs> yes. your, the yes. yeah. I oh. mean, did, did you, did I like you, that word.
3: Did you hear about uh, David Attenborough, the, the the scientific ship that was? Uh, so the, uh, the British government was naming a, I think it was an Antarctic research vessel, and they ended up calling it the, the... SSS Attenborough or whatever oh, yeah. it was called. Okay, yeah. But. When they put it to the public, yes, big mistake. It was, it was like, the number one name was because some radio DJ said, "Why don't we just call it Bodie McBoatface?" Yeah, Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> yeah. And it and was it, the, won. it won. Yeah,
0: it <laughs>
2: won.
0: And they're like, "No, nah, we're just going to call it David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Bodie McBoatface. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think I, I get that,
2: and I'm not following why. I don't know. I don't really understand because okay, so, I don't know so David Amber. I mean, I know David Amber. The, Adam the, Ray, the
3: voice, yeah. Bro. yeah. He's basically like a wildlife documentary. Yeah, yeah. Narrator. A, He's like right.
2: yeah. which is what I presumed. But how is why is that Bodie McBobo? I don't. Whoa, know okay, he, so
3: that's what the public wanted to call it, oh. and then the the British government or whatever said, yeah, I don't care. We said that we were going to go with the public. Uh, you know, yeah, the, the public uh, vote, but we're not going to, we're just going to overrule you guys yeah, on this one and call it SS Attenborough, it, yeah.
2: Because <laughs> what kind of respectable go- respectable government would have an SS <laughs> Bodie McVote vote, right? Hilarious, <laughs> I like it. Oh, I figure man. if this
3: was in this country, then <laughs> we would. It, it would be easy to remember. <laughs> Tremendous names. <laughs> yeah. Huge yeah. results. We're for the people. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's yeah. how
2: I won. It's how we all win.
3: Yeah. So much winning. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody
2: much wins. winning. Tremendous winning.
1: Was everybody saying that outside of the U.S.? Uh, you know, a little bit sarcastically, congratulations on your new president kind of thing. Like, um, it's very... Yeah, like, so I've how, had,
3: how do we get... I've had some very interesting perspectives, and it's, it's been very interesting to see from both someone living here Mm. and someone obviously still receiving the the outside echo chamber if Mm. you will because there's basically two very distinct views on america there's america's view on itself there's (laughs) america
2: is like redundant
3: (laughs) well no but it's still it still is important to consider how a country perceives itself and, and and more importantly America being a collection of what I'd like to call miniature countries. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in terms yeah. of it's, it's, you know, LA is very different to the Midwest, is different to the South. Right. Um, and then from there, but the, the international community, at least certainly the Western world, perceives it in, in a pretty unilateral way. Um, there was a lot of hope and aspiration under Obama, um, but now we've sort of regressed to, the rest of the world sneering at america the same way it sneered under under bush oh, and that, okay. you know yeah. um you know there's a lot of jokes made at its expense and and the thing is like family going all like how are you living under his tyranny and yeah, all that yeah. sort of thing and you know while i certainly do not agree with everything that trump has done in a in a weirdly selfish way mm. It just hasn't affected me. I was going to ask that. It, and how, that, yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. And this really speaks volumes to the system that was put in place, you know, through the constitution and through the balance of powers. I mean, I, my two majors in college were marketing and government, and the government was a concentration in American politics. So through that, I really saw how all these checks and balances were very deliberately put in to avoid any, you know, Sort of big shift in power. So while I certainly disagree with you know his rhetoric and um, on a number of different issues, from a personal standpoint, he just he hasn't actually done that much. And I he think he hasn't that, done anything really but because it really speaks to that. Really, if you're looking at elections that you really should be voting in, they should be like your city. Your local, elections, your yeah. local council, okay. you know, even to your state because that has a far bigger impact on your life mm-hmm. than the federal government does.
0: Absolutely. Mm. I agree with you. And then to back to the point where you were saying that the U.S. is really just a, an accumulation of a bunch of smaller countries because the West the West Coast is incredibly different from what happens in the East or the South or any of these other portions of the, of the country. And that's what, what I was saying about there being any type of revolt or any, mm. any, any type of uprising, it would be too difficult to do
3: because none of us agree with each other. Unless
1: it was aliens.
0: Well, we don't know that either. The, huh? the,
3: the, the biggest miracle I find is that the U.S. is one yeah. country, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, I mean, and to your point, you know, I know that the Texas Congress, I believe, puts a bill every single year. To secede, to from, secede the from the union. The union. <laughs> and each time it's like narrowly <laughs> defeated. I mean, when I first found that out, I was like, that is the most Texas thing I've ever yeah. Well,
2: I, w- I went there just the other day. No coming way. Coming out of the airport, we had to visit my, my sister oh, over yeah. the weekend. And just coming out of the airport, there were eight gun clubs. Eight gun they clubs. Big billboards <laughs> letting you know it was two miles out, three miles out.
1: Come get your weapons yeah. over here.
2: It's not a joke. You horrible. can walk around in a Walmart with an open carry just out there. People order cheeseburgers with a gun sitting on their side and it's not a
1: cop.
3: Can I get a side of bullets with that? Funny you mentioned that. Uh, My quick thought on guns. I, I was never a particular fan of guns before coming here. But I thought, you know what? No, no. No, but here's the thing. I thought, well, look, let me put myself in a different perspective because clearly there are people here who love guns, like really love mm. guns. That's right. So, <laughs> So I went yeah. to a gun range. I, you know, spoke with the people. Shot a gun and all that. What did you shoot?
1: Yeah. Uh, was, I was think it was, was it was a Glock. cuz yeah, you know, nice. yeah. you it, know I, smooth. it felt smooth? <laughs> did you
3: well, it felt. It made me feel like Beverly Hills Cop, which is one of my favorite <laughs> Did, you, did you do the pelvic <laughs> thrust
2: <throws laughs> when you were shooting? I've never held one, never touched one, never still, shot but one. But
3: still don't, still don't like them. And I had that experience. I spoke with uh, those people. Still nice people. But again. It's Brad. How was the power? Did you feel a lot of power?
1: No that's no. the thing. Okay. All I
3: felt was this is a destructive weapon that shouldn't exist mm. I'd be but I'm glad job. that I did it,
0: so I had that Fair experience mm-hmm. I should do yeah, the for the sake of doing it just for yeah. say,
3: just to reassert your, your position yeah. on. right it, it, it's almost like because you
2: could have been wrong, but after seeing for yourself well it's you said, making well.
3: yourself slightly uncomfortable right really i mean and and this and not even not yeah. even as something as dangerous as guns, but just as a general... Religious views. Right. Political views. A a general way of being is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the thing is, being uncomfortable is not actually that hard. Like, okay, maybe it feels awkward for a second, Mm -hmm. but you might learn something. And that's really the, the source of how we, as a species, can, I would hope, Level up our consciousness. Level because, up. Yep. Because, I'm uncomfortable right now. That's as weird. you should. I told be. you to go
1: to the bathroom. I didn't want to go. All right. Jesus. Jesus, I can hold. I can hold it. I swear. I think. Oh, Jesus, Keenan. <laughs> it's a. Way- <laughs> it's
2: impossible getting a complete thought out on this podcast because someone <laughs> will say something to derail it. Oh yeah, that's that's whole, so it's all about. Yeah, it's you a can't whole have, like a dead
1: can't be too serious. That's true. We already had that a couple. That's episodes. true because the people driving
2: in the car they're like, oh man,
1: I should really change my life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh Man, that was close. I was actually going to
3: change. I almost <laughs> had some self awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. dodge
1: <Doched> that one. <laughs> mm. But see, the, the U.S. and our our as crazy as we are with our guns, I mean when I hear stories about where you can go to certain places and I know I seen <laughs>
4: still going through
2: puberty over here.
1: Cainen's actually right. fifteen years old. It's <laughs> uh, part of the blip. Uh, <laughs> you guys haven't seen Spider Man. No, it's right. But uh as you can go to certain places in the in Vietnam, I think. In Vietnam where you can like uh get like a grenade launcher or an M M16 and mold down these like animals and cows oh, and stuff like right. that. We don't have that in the U.S. As far as I know.
2: Do you want to shoot a cow? No, but I'm just saying the, <laughs> with the a
1: bazooka. Ser- <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The seriousness that we take on our guns. I, I, there's, there's there's some level there's to levels to this because we're not we don't have a gun range where you can shoot up a cow with a rocket launcher.
3: You know, no, or we have farms where that slaughtered you know them. Of. For
1: that's our what I'm day. saying. That I know of. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe that
3: isn't true. I don't know. I mean, that is true that. While we don't have ranges where you can do that in Australia, farmers are allowed to get guns, even though we banned most guns oh, that's right. after 1996. It was a massacre in uh, Port Arthur, which was a mm-hmm. tourism hotspot. I think about 30 people died mm-hmm. in that. We've had like
2: eight of those this year. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, was, right. Yeah. You've had plenty of them. Um,
3: but farmers are still allowed because there's a lot of pests, mostly, mostly introduced by Europeans. Yeah. So, like a lot of cats, like feral cats. Um, dingoes, cane toads. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can watch some. You, you can them watch. Over. You I, can watch some great videos on that. YouTube of like people running over yep. or shooting cane toads. Yep. Cane toads, toads, and these are toads. They actual yeah. toads. They Huge. did a segment on John Oliver. Are they big? Yeah, yeah, they're about big this big. I realized I realize. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a Pokemon. <laughs> I realize this is audio, <laughs> so uh put two hands together. That's uh, the size of oh, a okay. cane toad um but they were brought over cuz we had cane sugar and we had these flies so the oh, cane, toads, cane toads okay. cane toads ate the flies but yep. now there're too that many is, of them so, trying to play yeah, all I, I, of I was
2: them. reading in sapiens like how how australia was really one of the last places to be touched because of the the, the development of, uh, of 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 homo sapiens across across uh, our, our history it, it took a while for us to actually be able to reach over to the australian islands. so there was a lot of animals that were developed and bred independently of the rest of the world, that wasn't as touched, and that's why we have so many strange creatures, like it's even marsupials. You know, right, like, it's
3: why we have emus. Uh, it's why we have oh, cassowaries, platypuses, koalas, I mean, kangaroos, all those. When sort I see of kangaroos
2: things. and how buff they look, like you oh. could literally get into a fist fight.
3: Oh, and, and they'll take the you new. out. You, you want a story about kangaroos? You, you fought one? One. No, oh. I didn't fought one. But this is this is a testament to how strong they are. So uh, my uncle owns a farm and he was driving along in a Toyota Hilux. So big pickup truck. And he sees out the corner of his eye, this uh, kangaroo and it's just like bouncing along. He's like, thinks nothing of it. Keeps driving, bouncing on a little bit closer, jumps over a fence, rears up its legs. This is how it like fights during mating season and kicks over his Toyota Hilux. (gasps) They are, and the, the, the truck like rolls a couple of times he's wow. fine holy he's shit. okay Man. but like that's how freakishly strong these animals are they are not to be messed with mm.
2: and there was that guy who punched a kangaroo because it was bother- bothering its dog holy shit yeah. that guy escaped with his life yeah they could kill you yeah tank.
3: they're they i mean almost everything we're we're Many Americans have talked about this at length, but almost anything in, the, in Australia will kill you yeah, <laughs> if given they, the chance. They're, yeah. they're like, Why uh, do you think I left? <laughs> it's Jurassic. Jurassic
2: Park was based off Australia. Yeah, they're
0: like pages and videos and just dedicated to like all the dangerous shit that happened of animals that what was Jeff Corwin enough?
1: thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Have you come close to like those poisonous snakes and stuff like I that? I
3: almost stepped on so we were going for a bushwalk, what mm. you guys call a hike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Take we, a hike. We were, we were yeah, we we're going for a bushwalk. Bushwalk. And, and almost because you're walking through the bush. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. simple name. No, believe me, it makes more sense. <laughs> so we're kind of straightforward. Yeah. Um, and I almost stepped on this huge huge snake. It must have been about 25 feet long. Damn. I like that you
2: said feet instead of like meters. Or well, I was going yeah. to put it into meters,
3: but like I figured for your audience. <laughs> yeah. It was like three meters long. I, I, I can <laughs> do pretty <laughs> much every conversion except for temperature. Like I can, uh, I can Celsius do... And well, because if you tell me it's 80 degrees, I'm like, do I need a sweater or not? Like tell them <laughs> yeah. that much. Like I don't yeah. know what 80 feels like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, almost stepped on it brother. like Yanked me back. Was like, "Don't go mm. there." Sort of reared up its head, looked at me. Like stay- twenty feet long? yes yeah, st- I was like, What's up? I literally just <laughs> want some of this. Uh, <laughs> I just stayed still, and it yeah. slithered off into uh, yeah. the that. yeah. That was pretty yeah. freaky. Ran right into a
2: rattlesnake once during one of my bushwalks <laughs> way back in the day. Dude, <laughs> gonna I, s- I swear now. to God, I just remember hearing. Oh, and, but shit. the feeling, creepy. the feeling was so unreal. It shook my core. Like, I immediately stopped. Like, something primal in me knew. Oh,
3: yeah. That's definitely, like, amygdala. Why yeah. Work? My yeah. whole
2: body said no. And I was like, oh, shit. And me and my buddy Joseph, who I was, I was rolling with, uh, he moved on to, like, uh, South Africa now. He, whatever. But anyways, we were on this hike, this bushwalk. And <laughs> that I will never forget how immediately paralyzed I was at the sound of that.
3: You you almost feel unreal. Like I It's not a baby rattle. No, <laughs> no it's, yeah, it, yeah. it's the same feeling and you're like, you just don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. But but honestly, that is the best thing you can do with a steak. Don't move at all. Because if you make any movement, they'll like oh, yeah. come after you. So yeah. just it's the same
1: thing when um when I would walk in uh uh it wasn't be a Bushwalk, but like when I'm walking through my neighborhood and I see like a gangster inside the street. <laughs> Same like, thing. <laughs> they were, so there was a guy named Rattlesnake in my hood. Yeah.
0: yeah. All six zero. Frightened. Frightened. Good. I just
1: felt you know I was paralyzed immediately. And he, he was. He was like. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He had a baby rat. And his fingers were motioning he some sort of fire. cryptic <laughs> passage. Yeah. Hey, yes. do you guys
2: feel the earthquake? Yeah, yeah. The oh, oh, stuff. let's oh. not discuss the elephant in the room. No, Wait, felt, what? felt both of them. The Never mind. Go on. <laughs> so so
3: on on Fourth of July, was waiting to get into a, a, a like a lake reservoir. We were going on a, a boat with a couple of friends of mine, and was sitting in the parked car and the, waiting to get inspected for the jet skis. And Ooh. the it just shook. I mean, it. I didn't even realize. I thought like. The handbrake had gone first, uh, but then sure enough, oh, that was an earthquake. Was that your
1: first earthquake?
3: No, I've had several of them here. That was probably the, that's the thing. It felt like the biggest one, which okay. o- obviously they've said it was the biggest one, but it didn't. For now. Well, it just didn't feel that big. And then, memories. And, then, and then the day, the day after mm-hmm. was at uh, a yeah. house and was literally just standing by a pool and then some water sloshed out and the, you know, yeah, yeah. the ground shook. And then we're all fine. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I expected it to be bigger.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, not what guess. Kenan hears every night. <laughs> Let me tell you about the North Quake.
2: And the- oh, you <laughs> took a shot at you. You didn't even know. I expected it to be bigger. What Kenan hears part, every part night.
3: Hot, hot you, Kenan.
1: Uh, <laughs> I love you too, Patrick. <laughs> no, but um, totally it's, passed. it's crazy.
0: Oh, all right. It's crazy because we had a, we had a Quake, like, damn. Two, I mean, it was 1992, no, 92, 94, 94? 94? Yeah, 94.
1: 94. I remember that because it we saw a It was like 25
0: view. years ago. Yeah, it was a six point. No, the
1: but North the, epi- Ridge,
2: the epicenter was here, though. The North yeah. was not six. It, it was.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't
2: in Promise Ridgecrest by Las Vegas and shit. That's why we, what we felt. Yeah, was nothing compared to
1: people yeah, lost their homes way. out there, man. Yeah, in right? yeah, Ridge Ridgecrest. And the way the way it moved was different. The one we had here was a swaying back and forth like like right. a boat. But the Northridge ones was the plates were moving up and down. Oh. So you got more oh, of so that shit. Yeah. But yeah. it was boom,
2: the it boom, was, boom. was the planet ass ramming us. <laughs> for real. No Vaseline. That yeah. was that
0: that but again that that quake happened in LA. You know, in Northridge. Because there's the a the big valley. fault line that goes in. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. But that I, that I do not want cr- to crazy. see something like that happen. Because yeah, when
2: that's... I when these little ones hit, I realized I have zero plans for emergencies. Hey. I was kind of like Oh, shit so what do i do i was like google what do do? what's the best thing Fucking to do in an earthquake and it was like Six, stay seven. away from buildings it's doorways get under a table i looked around i was like okay and i was like maybe i should just go to the beach it's open space so they're like do not go to the beach there's tsunamis and yeah. hurricanes and whatever the fuck yeah. and i was like so basically we're fucked You'd so have outside. you heard of
3: the boxing day tsunami philly like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah.
1: you just want to you just want to be out in the open open area yeah. like an That's open field so now yeah. i have a first aid kit by the way yeah.
2: i've got you know some some canned yeah. foods water and shit. there's a
1: surplus uh place by
0: my job i went in there on saturday morning because i need some guns no i need to buy guns, no, some to buy <laughs> stuff like because I, I was doing a fundraiser so i needed to buy like socks and stuff um to donate but it was i've never seen this because i've in I've there a couple of times but it was packed northridge or and now be, this is now no, no no i'm talking about a surplus North- store a surplus store that was um this is by my job. Recent, right? Yeah. Oh, because I said it was on Saturday. I wasn't paying attention. She was, was doing like a fundraiser. fundraiser. Okay, so <laughs> we had a fundraiser this weekend for the <laughs> LA football club. But and uh and I went to go buy socks because I was gonna donate socks. When I when I went to the surplus place, it was packed. I've never seen it this packed ever. Yeah. Because I've gone there multiple excuse me, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And people were just like,
3: because they thought it taking was
0: all like the, the the first aid kits, the mm-hmm. emergency
3: food kits, like right all after. That shit. See, that's the thing. Right if it, it had been late, like yeah. as dangerous, it would have yeah. been too late. To yeah. I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Well, which
2: is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, it's, fuck.
3: It's, but what you could do
1: is so if a big one really hit, uh, first you have to get some sort of exchange of cash or something like that. Because if you have no money, I was thinking about this. I have, I don't carry cash, on me. so if I have a credit card. Look. possibly machines will be knocked out or oh, power shit. will be knocked out. So you can't go to an ATM. You can't go to a bank. Um, so what you really want to do is have some sort of cash on you to exchange in case you needed something where stores might be open afterwards that you need to pay for stuff. Um, cause I, cause you have to think electronic ever. It could be cut Any, out by power. Anything
3: connected to the grid exactly. is likely exactly. to have been, damage and we really just need
1: water and canned food uh ideally maybe some clothes and stuff like that but you have to think about you know showering because the water and power might be out so you gotta have to
3: find a place but, but even path. that i think really it comes down to water and food yeah, like water, as, food. as 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 uncomfortable as it is yeah. we could get away with not, not showering sure. for a people bit. do it all the time right like you know, we might smell a bit, but really at that point, like, is oh. that the worst? Yeah. Like, I look at the Baroque period, you know, like they never baroque showered <laughs>
1: yeah. like a like once a month times. kind of. Is that what it's called? The Baroque period is, is it could be called that. Well, what 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 time period is the baroque? what period? would you 18, call it? Uh, I the say maybe The period 18?
2: when nobody, shaved. 17, nobody put on deodorant. Now, is that a
1: given factor? Certain like people in the upper ups like I mean, showered every they, so often. They might
2: have put on berries and you know oils the, yeah. and all kinds yeah, of a shit. A lot of oils. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. you ever it's tried what the to Romans do that? Did. Yeah, the
1: Romans
0: put the Roman Yeah, 17th and eighteenth century. So, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine.
2: Well, I, didn't, I just Oof. didn't know. I didn't
0: know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure didn't it did last question myself. eight hours, though. You know what I mean?
2: Like, yeah, right. you well, started off fresh in the morning, but without AC by the middle of the day. Yeah, come yeah. high noon. <laughs>
3: yeah. They pretty much had to stay. We need to, to say bags. that more often. Come, come high noon. noon. Yeah. Come <laughs> high noon. Come high noon. Oh, that <laughs> is. Come <laughs> high noon. I was watching... Oh, i was watching a comedian the other day who said favorite things, who, come yeah, on right, <laughs> right, who said who said um we should refer to time rather than years as uh voyages around the sun i was like uh, yes, Jesus! i love that i have served 30 voyages around the sun in this it has life. been many moons <laughs> many moons ago 30 <laughs> moons ago oh, we should all speak Shakespeare. That, that was the whole
2: uh sir john d thing and and um and the uh the the table that he that he had developed which then pinned the name shakespeare uh was was the whole idea of being able to sort of because of so many dialects were being spoken, he wanted to create like sort of the Elizabethan English, sort of unify the thought of a nation. You know, he was one of the first people. I, I, there's like documentaries showing that Sir John D is, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, supposedly he was the original 007 because he would sign his letters to the queen that way. Uh, 007? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually where it comes from. And Sir John D looks more like Albus Dumbledore. So, huh. you know, it's it, yeah. And, and he was really into like, as a scientist, nothing was off the table—from the metaphysical and all the New Agey shit to the advances we have in, in uh, science today.
1: He believed the world was flat.
2: He would—he would inspect it. Mm. He wouldn't say wrong. <laughs>
1: okay. You
3: know? Well, we've got to remember. I mean, with flat earthers, even the Greeks, which they point to, mm-hmm. they knew the world was round. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah. Uh, you know, it—it it gets. But again, that kind of speaks to our broader point of just like shouting logic or reason or facts can't always do it. Mm. And really, maybe it speaks to your point, Philly. Maybe there's something else behind that. Maybe it's not actually that they're flat earthers. Maybe there's some resistance to accepting that because they don't like authority or maybe they don't like being being made oh, to we feel inferior the podcast, right, right exactly there's something
2: there that, that you're upset out that doesn't really exist exactly
3: and mm. and and that maybe is where we we should show some compassion far from saying like accept that you know your view is is right right
2: empathetic and, but at and, least and, show and, some empathy yeah yeah, you
3: know? yeah that's true because it doesn't actually that's the thing like i'm very much thinking of where's like the outcome of a task it doesn't do anything to just like shout at someone and you're wrong it's yeah. like well have you furthered the human consciousness have you made the world a better place as a result no you still have your view they still have their view so nothing has changed yeah
2: i have a question oh. right Yeah. <clears throat> so in the us a lot of things are classified and probably across the world however there is a lot more footage from the outside of the U.S. than in the U.S. that tries to substantiate the claims that, like, extraterrestrials exist. As a kid, when you were living out there, did you ever see anything, like, crazy that you were like, well, that's fucking crazy? Might be aliens.
3: Get tu- <laughs> did you get touched? You got, you got abducted? Fourth no. kind? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, or nay? It- well it, it was it was yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Oh first yeah oh, do I believe in yeah, aliens. yeah let's, okay, let's start okay, by okay. that All right all right like, all, all right fucking aliens are okay. Well okay I will I'll answer it like slightly equivocally Okay in the sense that it is probably foolish of us to believe that there is no other forms of life mm. right? right because the universe is infinite and if the universe is infinite that seems illogical for us to think that we are the only life forms or the pinnacle of
2: intelligent life, right right exactly (laughs) there
3: could be a species that is like you know 10 100 times more you know smarter than us having said that given the very precarious nature of life and you know science has documented this you know you need you know x amount of water you need fertile land you need supposedly suppose well (laughs) supposedly but let's at least like take that as like somewhat of a given if we can take that as a given then it's very unlikely that we'll ever interact with said life Mm -hmm. because they're probably like so many light years away from us that we'll just never come in contact with Mm them yeah but having said that there is these sort of moments where you know i i in mainly in the countryside, which is why I tend to dismiss whether I've actually seen anything. You know, you see this, like, shadowy figure. Mm. You go over and no one's there and you're like, was well, oh, that okay. something? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think basically the, the way we think about aliens, again, is more a projection of how we think. Right. 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 And, that's, and that's always going to be the case with anything we come up with because we are subject to our own senses, right? And so when we conceptualize anything, It's from our own personal frame of reference, Mm -hmm. rather than the intrinsic truth of its of its state. It could
0: be an interdimensional being that we have no uh, understanding as as far as like they're uh, physically if they can even manifest uh, within our our dimension within our like Keenan has some interesting thoughts on fourth dimension
2: type shit too. Yeah,
0: something something along those lines, like. Maybe we can't even I, see I, them or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, we are only,
3: go, we're subject they to like right the here. visual spectrum. Our limitations, yeah. Right? Our, and that's our the, limi-
0: limitations of our, of our visual spectrum. In the
3: same way that a dog can hear, you know, sounds far higher pitched than us. That's right. a limitation of our, you know, oral right. hearing. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Or the same way that I have the knack for, you know, wooing anything in the planet.
3: That I comes in yeah, well, we can't be as smooth a Casanova as you,
0: Philly. <laughs> hey, buddy, you forget
3: who's here. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, El Guapo. El Guapo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm hey, bad? No, <laughs> oh, no. I, I actually, so, I remember I was talking with Keenan. Uh, let's see, a couple of months back, we were. No, we haven't spoken in a while.
1: Oh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> He's feeling. I uh, miss you. Feeling uh,
2: ignored, be neglected. Uh, we we got it. We got into uh, into some fourth dimension conversations, and Keenan was trying to we describe did. to me what it would be like to to exist on that plane.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, and it did, didn't come. I mean, I picked it up from another astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, when he was doing an interview with Joe Rogan. He did the great, the best explanation of what the fourth dimension is like uh, or what it could, it be, could like. be like. Exactly. And the, in the sense that if you have, uh, an ant, that can only see in two dimensions that's on this table, this flat table here, uh, it can see in front of it, back, backward, left and right. And that's it. Uh, and you put a piece of paper down and it'll see the piece of paper, uh, and it can interact with it and all that stuff. It's in its own two dimensional plane. Um, and then we can put as many papers on it until we run out of room. Well, for us in the three dimensional plane, we'll just, put a piece of paper on top of another one. The ant, to the ant's perspective, only in a two-dimensional plane, that piece of paper will look like it just disappeared. But instead for us, it's like, no, we just stacked it on top. And we can go in an infinite amount top and bottom, theoretically. Uh, But it just looks like one piece of paper to the ant. Now, for us in the three-dimensional plane, you do the same thing. We can stack as much as we want in this volume of this room till we fill it up. Then the person or whoever on the fourth dimensional plane will go, okay, we'll, we'll just stack up these three dimensional objects on top of itself because they can see in the fourth dimensional plane. But to us, we go, what happened to it? It disappeared. We can't see it because we can't see beyond the third dimensional Dimension. plane. So the best example that we can come up with in our own three dimensional minds is the movie, uh, Monsters Inc. where you had all these doors come out of this closet or whatever. Yeah. And then you can open it up and it'll just walk in. It's a whole other world. It's stacked within stacks. Right, right. Stacks on stacks and stacks. Racks on racks. Uh, Don't and- be a rapper, Kenan. Whoop dee whoop. Damn it, Pixar. <laughs> You've done why. it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not the only ones. Yeah. Um, you can do, you can pick, uh, well, Sliders is kind of another one. Uh, oh, that was same a dope thing movie, with, yeah. With uh, sure. uh, the, uh, not, uh, oh, Star- Jumper. I was thinking Jumper. Jumper, my God, Stargate, yeah. Jumper too, same thing. Uh, Anything where even Doctor Strange, but it, Doctor Strange, he had a window that just turned a knob and all of a sudden it went to something else. Um, but as long as you can have a world within a world, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, and there's other geometrical, sci- mathematical like Inception, looks when of they it.
2: They turn the, the city on top of itself or whatever. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they were like, "What? I've never seen anyone pick it up that fast." But uh, it's more.
1: It's more. Not not just that, but it's more of going within the dream and living in that dream world. That's that's kind of what it is, and then keep keep going down the rabbit hole of that. Yeah, that's
2: insane. Yeah, that, so that, there could be aliens in that dimension. Exactly. So there could be. But something we just don't sense don't them because
1: it. we're see not. See that's them. what yeah. we get. Those maybe sometimes those feelings where we get the things on our neck or ghosts, where the, or ghosts that fill through. It's like Ooh. no, it's probably just the, my, the multiverse my, my 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 mm-hmm.
3: cat once did that. So walk through a time portal or no. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, Damn, um, <laughs> I, I I woke up one glitched. night. I woke up one night and my cat was intensely staring at this like like corner of the room mm. and just wouldn't move. Just like intensely staring. And and I looked and I was like, Aurora, there's nothing there. And she just like she did this like weird whimper of a meow mm. as if she was speaking to something, but it wasn't to me. And I know when she's speaking to me, cause you know, she nags me every <laughs> morning, wakes me up at 5am or whatever. <laughs> but, but no, it was literally like, well, must've been 1am pitch black. And yet she was so intensely focused on this spot in the room. And there was nothing there mm. or nothing that I perceived. Yeah, you could <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. It gets, it gets really trippy. And then, for some reason, uh, I remember this because it tripped me out, but mathematically, you can go beyond fourth dimensions. As a matter of fact, you can go, so I think it's, in the class, we went up to 11 different dimensions.
3: Why can't you go past uh,
1: that? Within The that, world breaks. Within so, <laughs> the theory, yeah. <laughs> It'll mathematically- It'll implode in, in <laughs> yeah. itself. For some reason, mathematically, I think the number they told us, from what I'm trying to remember, was like 25 different dimensions, okay. but to go from- Two one to two, and then two to three is pretty incredible, and then three to four just like mind blowing so then it's like, but well, what the fuck is five, six, seven, eight all the way up to twenty five it's 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 it gets really weird, but that's when math. You know, you can't <laughs> try to live, by life. <laughs> <trying> to live <laughs> my life. You told me there's 25 <laughs> yeah. dimensions. Yeah, and that,
2: that could potentially be where the multiverse also exists Is in the other dimensions, yeah. right? Like we're and the style here, of we're the third dimension in one. our own, but then they probably have in their own fourth dimension. There's probably a dimension there's, in
1: there. There's there's there yeah, could be you know five, six, 7 There's probably Keenan in there going through the struggle too, <laughs> bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, Keen, I got you. I back, wanna be like Jet in the movie The One and just <laughs> go to all the different universes them. and kill all them so I can become greater.
0: <laughs> what a concept,
1: right? <laughs> but see, yeah. Also,
2: I mean Jet Li is a fucking badass and Jason Statham, oh man he's an asshole by the way, What really Yeah, but Jason I Statham? guess it's true to his brand, right? What is he supposed to be a friendly guy? I was in the in the I was the <laughs> security romantic. guard at this uh at this um I was a security guard who just stood in the elevator all day for the Soho House off Sunset. Oh yeah, yeah. Members yeah. only type shit and I'm like, you know, this was like 10, 12 hmm. years ago and he comes in and I'm like, oh shit. Mr. Jason Stapham, and he was come. like, Yeah. Like, like, almost like, Yeah, what?
0: What about fuck's it? The point?
2: <laughs> like, what do, you, like, what do uh, you want? And I was just like, wow. like the tone was just clearly leave me alone. And so I was like,
3: Well, Soho House is kick an kick interesting thing. place. Have you been in? Yeah. I haven't
2: been in because you have to be invited, you know? Yeah. So, Ooh, uh, Patrick, all right. So, first, first time, <laughs> Kenan is now locked onto you. <laughs> okay.
3: So, 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 first time I got invited, and there is a lesson in this. Mm-hmm. The lesson is, just always say yes to things. You know, you'll never know where it ends up and it'll probably make a good story. Yeah. Um, so I went to this alumni event for my university here in North America. Um, Cause it was a pretty big college where I went to like 65,000 students. So yeah. pretty much there's weird a not- flex, but okay. No but, there's, <laughs> no, but what that means, what that no. means is there's like alumni networks all across right. the world, basically. Yeah. So I went to this event, spoke with this person who was a producer, um, she actually got me onto this, like, web series as a production assistant for, you know, a couple of days. And that's where I really saw the side of entertainment of, oh, so talent can be very high strung and everyone else just has to, you know. Deal with it. Bow like servants wow. to royalty. What was <laughs> the website? Just the name.
1: You know, uh, you don't know the what was with it?
3: it? I think it was, like, something like Friends... Friends without benefits or okay. something oh, like that. Okay, whatever. Just uh, from yeah, college, huh? Some, some, That's something, something. As a, long as
1: it wasn't web series that I was like, a big fan of, because I'd be like, so oh, oh no no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. Yeah. It was, it was some random okay. small timey thing. Okay. Um. Anyway, that producer friend, uh, she took me to so her House, invited me one night, mm-hmm. went up, and uh, just the air of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, most people there are just like industry folk you wouldn't actually recognize. But you know, every so often you got the A-lister. Okay. Like i i went to went to the bar, and um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was next to me, and just said like, "Hey, mate, what's up?" With you know, yeah. a, an even thicker accent than that. <laughs> because this was the first time I was in LA so I always like to impress by going, throwing it on a little thicker <laughs> he flexes, he flexes <laughs> i flexes with up. the accent yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and he just literally went oh you're australian that's so cool so that was pretty and that he was bl- patrick blushed a oh, little oh no, no i i like was very cool about it but inside i like oh this, like, this is the yeah. coolest thing
2: he's <laughs> the coolest motherfucker alive you're like okay
3: but then <laughs> but then i went over with with my um producer friend and this is where i saw the, the slightly uglier side of la of mm. uh, she was speaking with uh this uh, client of hers who was like a former miss britain or something like that and they were trying to get her on some some kind of uh reality tv yeah. series you know the lives of the rich and the famous right. or something like that and this guy comes over and yeah he's a nice enough guy he's just like chatting about you know his business and what he does and he's being all respectful. And this girl looks at me and is like in front of this guy and just like rolling her eyes and like oh, get a load of producer this guy. Friend. No, no, not my producer friend. Oh, this the Miss Miss this Miss Britain is like rolling her eyes and like this, you know, this guy get a load of him, and like he walks off, sort of tail between his legs. He wasn't like hitting on her or anything. He was just like trying to make conversation, and she's just like. She was All straight up like, B word. Yeah, she heavy was. heavy on the B. And this is just, it's very sad to see that there are I mean, this is a, a segment of LA that mm-hmm. that likes to act like, you know, they're so, you know, top shit. Trust and me, what no, what I what, yeah. I what I don't Two and my co-hosts I, are like every <laughs> but fucking But what, what I what <laughs> I what, <laughs> what I don't, Who the fuck said that? <laughs> like what, what I don't Fair like up. about it is is one thing very specifically is it's sad to see people acting like, you know, Oh, this status or this, you know, thing matters because at the end of the day, like we're all just trying to like make a decent life for ourselves, whatever mm. that is. I always say like, you know, success is not, you know, it's not trappings of being rich. It's not materialism. It's, it's just whatever you want it to be. And right. as long as you've got enough self-awareness to define that for yourself, then that's all that really should matter. And, you know, we're all going to end up the same. Can we not just be somewhat nice to each other? until?
1: How do you get through people's heads like that? I mean, shoot, we had this lady on our way to um, the anime expo cut us off in her bicycle as we're driving in a car. Like she could have lost her life or we could have been like the carelessness of other people. I mean, is that something embedded in us since the moment we were here? Like you can't, you but can't you get rid of, can, of
3: that. You, well, you, but you can if you're conscious. And that mm. really comes back to... Yeah, I mean, that's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> it's, and and that's the thing. I think too many people, and I've been guilty of this, not spending enough time on self-awareness and self-reflection in this sort of relentless pursuit of, you know, I've just got to hustle for the next thing, hustle for the next job, hustle for the next paycheck, whatever it is. You said it, it brother. I know. I
2: know.
3: But, but at the same time, you need to take that time to do that and develop that sense of self. Because as soon as you do that, you will be so much clearer in what you have to do for the world and you will make a much better impact on the world rather than a careless impact. Because that's mm. the thing is that whether it's careless physically or whether it's careless emotionally, people who do that are not thinking of the repercussions of what their actions are having on others and therefore. How this world operates. I mean, we can all sit around and blame someone else for the world's woes, or we can take some personal responsibility and realize that, well, unless we're going to be the ones to start some change, then it won't change.
2: Do you want to wanna be starting something? It's uh,
3: that's how I live my life. Guys. Yeah. I'm not going to make the change, so mm-hmm. I'm just going <laughs> to so,
2: so, so one of the, and to speak on that on that very note, it sounds super super cliche, but. I don't really do the bushwalks, the hikes. I, I tried a while ago, but it was mostly because I was, like, interested in whoever I was talking to at the time, and that's what they wanted to do. I was like, sure, I'll go on that. But I really personally like to go to the beach. Like, at night, when there's moonlight, I went the other day, and it was pitch black. I was like, fuck, this is scary. It was creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, creepy. No, yeah. But when there's moonlight, um, yeah. it's, it's nice to be on the beach at night and just chill, hear the waves, and, like, really close out. And I find that I don't do that enough, and I feel that when I'm so close to society, it's hard to get a good picture of society. And I think it ties back to the ability to be grateful for things and this and that, the minute you can remove yourself from an environment, you can suddenly review it for what it is. For example, like when I left LA to go to New York for the first time and then I came back to, to, to LA, I was like, Oh shit, this is what LA is. Cause my whole life I had just known LA. Right. And to have lived in a different city and not touched LA for a while to come back, I was like, Oh man. And then I went back to New York after that. And I was like, Oh, and this is New York. And then just having even having a brief visit in Texas. And I, it's not like I've had extensive travel, but just going to Texas and I was like, shit, LA really is some of the best fucking weather out here. Like it's it's uncomfortable pretty much everywhere else at some point in the year.
3: Mm. But no, but you speak very well to that idea of travel, but, not just travel for vacation purposes or travel for, you know, R&R, which is all important, don't get me wrong. But, again, travel consciously. Travel to really experience a place. It's why I've always liked living longer term in a place. It's why I lived in Vietnam for two months. You know, mm-hmm. I, I did. I must have been so. That was an incredible experience. But just, again, get you out of that comfort zone and get you – experiencing a different place and that's the same thing coming here i mean as much as america and australia have a lot of commonalities there's a lot of differences and you really see that when you know making this this leap literally across an ocean Mm -hmm. to live here permanently and actually craft a life here and that's the thing i've always found is that as much as you know I, i embrace a lot of american values i mean i wouldn't be here if i didn't Mm -hmm. I still have very much, you know, and I know it's a privileged immigrant experience, but it is still nevertheless an immigrant experience of seeing things not quite from that same American lens. These things that, you know, everyone else takes certain for granted. And I'm like, well, I I have a slightly different perspective on that. Mm. So I I think the classic example that I use coming back to stress, um, people always ask, well, you're so like calm. And you're not like worried about work. And, so, and they ask, why is that? It's like, well, because I've had about 16 jobs in the last 10 years. So even if the worst thing happens, I get fired, I'll find another job. Mm, and right. then the other thing is, is that your, your boss actually isn't, doesn't need to be that scary. And if you mm. can really like, stand firm in your convictions, Whoever that boss is, whether it's an actual boss in a corporate environment, whether it's a client, but if you can stand firm in your convictions, ironically enough, you'll earn more respect from them and put yourself at less risk of ever like losing that job, losing that client, whatever that is. Does that work, Joe? Yeah, you goddamn <laughs> right.
1: Dammer. And do you do you think God do you think right. it has something to do with like
2: sort of um uh People usually feed into certain fears and things like that. So if somebody sees that they can get that out of you somehow for some reason to sort of manifest, and they they'll, they'll treat you that way. Whereas, if it seems that you're you're more confident in yourself, and uh, take the example of let's say uh, dating, right? Where if someone comes off like sort of a uh, uh, high and this and that, generally speaking, people are like I don't want that kind of person around me. But if somebody comes off stable, sure in themselves, and oh yeah, sure I got that for you, boss, and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of person I want around me. Someone who isn't fidgety and fearful and worrying and because that is a stand-up person. I could use more of that. Well,
3: because it ties back to that self-awareness. When you know yourself so completely, and I realize that it's an ongoing process, we're always learning more about ourselves and how we operate in this world. But at the same time, if you can be at least confident in what you're putting out to the world, then you will inevitably attract that from other people around you, whether it's dating, whether it's, you know, in employment, whatever that facet of your life is, there's never, there's never a time not to be confident in yourself. And I say this with very strong conviction because everyone has a unique perspective that may sound cliche, but what that affords you is a unique way of looking at the world and therefore a unique way of bringing value to other people's lives in this world. So all you need to do, all you need to do, right? The, the quintessential question. <laughs> this is it. But all you have to do is unlock what that is for yourself, display that to the world, and then the world will t- in turn give you what you need, right? Mm-hmm. And this comes back to an abundance versus scarcity mindset. In fact, Billy, we were talking about this earlier before, right, right, of that if you are able to be fearless, courageous, confident in what you're putting out to the world, then you don't need to be worrying. Oh, where's the next paycheck coming from? Am I ever going to find love? These sort of questions. It will just, it will happen because you're putting out that energy for others to reciprocate that not energy. Not
1: instantaneous, though. It does take time. So, yeah, well, that
3: comes makes, into putting in the yeah, work. I
0: Patrick, p- you basically just described me. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I walk around <laughs> exuding no, confidence. No, no, but that, like, that's, that's the yeah. thing. It, it, it's not instantaneous. No, it never is, yeah, but you, have
3: yeah. to, you still have to put in the work. You can't just yeah. like, oh, I just wish for it to happen, and it will happen to people, me.
1: Most people, when they hear this, they'll be like, oh, if that's all I got to do, I'm going to do it. And then a week later it's like, what's going on? Why is Why it not is working? This working? <laughs> but it's right. like it, I think one thing that needs to be added to a lot of conversation that has that topic in it is that it the the signs of time and that it may be months or even years that people can't expect that sort oh, of absolutely. change. Oh, absolutely. As it continues to going. So even after a week or two. You have to keep going for like months. Oh, not even years.
3: And I'll say this from direct personal experience. Like I would feel like I'm only just. Is that word? (laughs) But no, just in the sense of time. Using it in different context. Yeah, different context. Context is important. Um, um, But I'm only just reached at least a level where things are starting to be aligned mm-hmm. right after six seven years something. it's like that. about yeah i would say after six seven years mm-hmm. of actually putting in the work
1: most people don't hear that they would or they would hear it and go uh, they would go back like uh, six seven years is too you know um the idea is that there definitely needs to be an input of understanding of concept of time within this Sort of
3: methodology of thinking because right. we're Cause all in our without. we're all in our own races and we're all in our own races to better ourselves. So mm-hmm. if people want the thing to measure themselves against when they get worried about the time passing, which is understandable, then just look at are you one percent better than you were yesterday? You know, do something small because those little one mm-hmm. percent add up to a massive. And yeah, we talked days, about my my one percent podcast.
2: <laughs> and, and, and you could never you, you could never take this approach to cut the time in half. Right. So you can't you can't impregnate nine women to get a baby in one month. Right. Right. And yet that is the approach that most people <laughs> take yeah. to yeah. all of their efforts. Mm-hmm. Everything has its fermentation period. It's uh, yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, allow me to like flex a little here. But if you, oh, had, you had, been had been doing, it, doing it, that yeah do it, all like, you know, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. but if you'd asked This isn't even your final four. <laughs> <right>? Now <laughs> if, if you'd asked <sighs> if you'd ask Patrick at like 18, 19, 20. Third person. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no. Right. If you'd asked him whether he was going to be living in America working in America, you know, making six figures before 30, Mm. if you'd asked him whether he was going to be featured in Forbes, if he was going to be like co-hosting events as like a pillar of the LinkedIn community, like he would have told you, "Ah, mate, get fucked, like that's not going to (laughs) happen. And yet somehow it Mm. has. But again, that's the point. Sometimes you just have to as we said earlier, trust the process. You know, it can be very hard to do, but if you're just grateful that you're part of this process and you're putting in the work that you know in your soul mm-hmm. is right for you then the results will come they will take care of themselves in time mm-hmm. and you just know okay well this is what i have to do this is what it is right for me to be doing in this point in time
1: and that transition did something happen to because if you didn't think that before and now you do was there some some person someone some thing some involvement some Did did anything outside the realm of Patrick
3: happen to make that change? I think it's certainly it's a couple of things. It's an exposure to good role models that push you forward. So there were people in my life, you know, friends who were going on exchange, and that motivated me to apply for exchange. Um, And then I did that, and I had a good experience there. So you know, that sort of reinforced itself. Mm -hmm. And then the other flip side is what I like to call the, the negative motivation, which can sometimes surprisingly be just as powerful where people tell you you can't do things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you can find that stubbornness in yourself, we all have it. That's the thing. Even people who say they're not stubborn people mm-hmm. can get a little rubbed the wrong way if they get told they can't do something. So go out there, put the work in and prove them wrong. Yep. Um, yeah. And so I think while there is elements of those external factors into how I you know, sort of achieve what I did, I still put number one credit to giving myself more time to Mm. self-reflect and develop my own self-awareness more and more. And I think one sort of really critical way I do it, and I know people will find different ways. Some people Mm. find meditation works. I've honestly never found meditation works particularly Mm, well for me. Some people find affirmations work. I never found affirmations work for me. The thing that I found work was late night strolls in a park next to Santa Monica Airport. And Isn't I, that kind of like meditation? It's kind <laughs> of like meditation, but it's still it, it I guess maybe it's not meditation in the classical sense of it's in Buddhist the Buddhist sense. Yeah.
0: I find racking up a couple of lines, you know, <laughs> and tossing up a little bit of tequila. <laughs> but but that's the point. Find, find
3: the thing that works for you. <laughs>
0: Ken <laughs> <laughs> finds himself in himself. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so like trekking, up, trekking along like Bundy. Joe's gonna rob yeah. you. He Just, knows where yeah. you are.
1: <laughs> but there's yeah, something, there's something could, very you know, therapeutic. Yeah, and it's not no
3: even. Well, for
2: me, it was taking a walk through Manhattan for no fucking reason. There you go. Yeah. Those yeah. planes, there's, the
1: planes landing, taking oh, off. I love planes. Yeah. I love oh, okay. planes. Okay.
3: I'm still the like the little kid who gets like. I oh, don't. Turn on my electronics until we're actually cruising altitude. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, Dude, guys, we're going to take off. I'm on the plane, like, oh, this motherfucker's sounds taking
0: off.
1: now. Wait. So, do you sit aisle? Do you sit next to the plane wing? Do you the back, the front?
3: Like, I, I'm always aisle, and huh? that's just strategic because I'll drink uh, a hefty amount of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. And, and it's oh,
1: water, always, water. Okay. I'm yeah, no, I drink water. Water. <laughs> uh,
3: <yeah. laughs> um, and then. I It's always back of the plane because I'm like a real like budget hunter. Uh, okay. And so I always get like, it's usually from a dodgy ass site. You know, people will say, oh, is it like cheapo air? It's like cheapo air. You said Qantas, that's, that's, right? No, but th- that's, that's for Australia. That was like, I found it on Momondo, which is a great site mm. for flight comparisons. You know, in... And then it was like flycheapfree.com or something like that. Oh, okay. It was that's a dodgy true. ass site. but. <laughs> it was still a cheap pair oh, so. you know, you said it's called mamando, mamando. Yeah. m o m o n d o it's literally a lifesaver and it saves you so much of, course. of course. It mamando that means to suck in Oh, spanish. yeah
2: it's a spanish slang term for sucking food. you know just
0: i found it on mamando
2: <laughs> i found it while mamando in <laughs> No, that's, that's cool. I, honestly, that's good info. I've wanted to. For example, I've never even been to San Francisco and it's in I my backyard. are trying to get him to go to San I Francisco. I need to do this more. I, uh, I told
1: seven,
3: myself. $7 Flix bus. Yeah. $7 or you, you bus? drive there. I mean, we have cars. I've driven there. No, but all literally, the time. he'll pay less for the bus than he will or for the bus. For, yeah. for fuel. That's crazy. I'm a big believer in bus. I once took a bus from Saigon in Vietnam to. What was it? CM rep in Cambodia, eighteen hour bus trip, and I did that because the bus was five dollars and the plane flight was eighteen dollars. Oh shit! (laughs) This was my college days. I was really saving anything like that. Fuck that! I'm the guy that's gonna hop on business, be in
0: San Francisco in an hour. Fuck that! And I'm willing to drive.
1: I've done it so many times. I can now because it was difficult to drive six and a half or longer hours. To go to LA to San Francisco. Now I can do it in one run. No problem. Yeah. Dude, I have a job. I can't
2: in a car that long, man. I just can't. I have a job next
0: mm-hmm. month for Pebble Beach, yeah, yeah. which is like six hours away. Yeah. And I'm like dreading it because we, we drive. We drive yeah, yeah. for that job because yeah. we have to take a bunch of stuff. And I just hate you it. Sing songs. So on a couple of podcasts, I mean? uh, dude. No, no, no. I know, no, I, I know that. Yeah. It's just the the time. Nah, get that a I karaoke sing along. The time that I have to spend in a vehicle to, for that, and I can out. do so many other things. Yeah. It's Just like oh. it wouldn't be so
2: bad if it was like a standing situation. You need a
1: heavy distraction.
2: Why is it that cars are all sitting down? Isn't there like a way we could develop a car that where you can Drive it while you're standing. Like there's got <laughs> standing
3: be- desk car. Yeah, a standing desk. No, car.
2: seriously though,
1: think about like maybe it, the way the humans the humans like <laughs> the, way Maybe the way the <laughs> humans. Maybe it's the,
4: bleeper, bleep the
1: way the humans damn it why are you my friends I hate this <laughs>
3: anyway <laughs> do, 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 I just you meant make, the human body <laughs> like how it's yeah. he, he
1: had
0: a slip <laughs> the
1: way, the way we the, oh we caught you the way we're meant to operate machinery in momentum is probably a lot easier on the body as we're sitting down rather than standing up like for mind mind and hand control and eye coordination and stuff like that i don't know that's probably one of the, i'm pretty sure we've developed this over many a times as to um sitting down is the best option as far as getting a point a to point b the easiest as a human
2: i just feel like it, it would just be so sick especially for like long travel you know what i mean
1: because i don't, I don't want to stand you stand in hours at Theme parks for like two, no, three. No, but hours what I, like, I mean yeah.
2: is like you you can pull over, let somebody else drive, walk around, like exist while yeah. you're driving. You know, sort of a group bus kind of situation. Even buses, they don't let you like stand. I get it because they're carrying lots of people. But if it's like a private situation,
1: there's private buses where you can stand. I mean, they have like stripper poles in the middle <laughs> and all that stuff. But like I, my my grandpa my was cannabis. a truck driver,
2: <laughs> and I, I was in a I was in a semi truck um, uh, cabin. I guess is what you know, it was called. We had like the bunk beds, or whatever, but it was tall enough that I could stand uh-huh. as a kid. The ACU was super cool. I was it, not a problem at all traveling across. You the-
0: know, all you needed? A video game system in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all I had
2: was a CD player. Oh, yeah. That I was had a time. slipknot CD. Oh, and then I, I, I remember listening to it and being like, like where I was mouthing I was mouthing the words. <sighs> yeah. And my grandpa taps me on my left shoulder and he's Shut like, the- he's, he's like, he's like, mijo. Right. And he didn't yeah. speak Spanish. He was like, mijo, you know what you look like when you do that? I was like, what? like a dog who bit his balls and can't yelp. And I was like, Fuck. Oh, God dang. That's Wow. Kind of guy some grandpa, shade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa was a, was a pretty fucking crazy so guy. It's the same thing man. for
1: taking like, you know, twelve-hour plane flights or something like that, or longer. Yeah, fifteen, 15 was what I just did The from New York to
2: L.A. I'm like, fuck, six. I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. my legs and shit. Yeah. Unless you're going first class, I guess it's not a problem. But
0: see, if you're at <laughs> home, even then sometimes, even, even
1: if you're at home and you're on a couch or something like that, you're sitting. If if you're almost like me and Joe, we can sit on a couch. And play a video game for like like eight eight hours straight. No problem. (laughs) Straight up. I fucking watched all of Stranger Things, which is eight episodes, in like one day from like sunrise to sunset. Speaking With of that, barely, like, yeah, but up. you
3: can also stretch your legs in front, and that's the key difference. For the most for a part, play. sometimes, mm. but sometimes
1: I sit like this, you know, as yeah. I'm watching because <laughs> <'cause> I'm so <laughs> intent on the show or the video game. Well, I don't, I'm not because because Kanan know, is, pro- goodness, proper is proper at all times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <He, he puts laughs> hands on his attention? <laughs> hands on his laps. Very. <laughs> is this how that. the humans sit? <laughs> <Near to me. laughs>
1: I hate Turn what I hate I'm you doing you as human stuck, is podcasting. Some of these
2: fat
0: nuts. All of. Me. I <laughs> must put my personality <laughs> implant on.
3: Sniffling. Hello, I'm human. How, us, how are you today? Are you enjoying <laughs> the TV? Don't join <laughs> in on the. Factory.
2: Please allow me to have fifty-five words with you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not
0: a word more, not a word
2: less.
0: <laughs> kid is like, fuck you guys. I hate all of this. You. How nice. is
2: the weather? Yes, indeed, it is fine.
0: I'm glad you brought up Stranger Things. Um, yes, do you watch? What is uh, the, uh, do, do, I haven't watched the latest season. But you've either. seen the other two. Yeah, I've
3: seen the oh, other
1: okay. two. How about you, Fu? You Dude, ever seen any of it? Just
2: like Game of Thrones, I've seen maybe three episodes.
3: <laughs> Thrones, Thrones. Hey, he's too busy hustling out here. Yeah, 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 he yeah, ain't yeah. got time to be a consumer. A he's a creator. Right? No, honestly, I don't watch
2: TV because I know it's good.
3: I, I, I have the,
0: That's the And it's my own stuff.
2: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I wish. I'm the
0: opposite. I'm I'm a fucking avid consumer. I love it. I love everything. Because if I get everything. hooked on
2: something, forget about it. I know my personality. I have zero discipline, which is why I have discipline. Oh, yeah.
0: like the other night. When, when, uh, you came over, when was it like two weeks ago, it was, uh, it was like two weeks (laughs) ago he came over, I put him on an anime that I liked. And it was already like midnight when we put it on. Oh, that was, and we were sunrise? like, another episode. He's like, another episode. It was episode, like another 6 a.m., another like 7 a.m. by mm-hmm. And we needed to do something the following morning. And we oh, just like, yeah, That's right.
2: Fuck. Yeah, that we were was like, terrible. All right. Are we going to
0: keep this going all night or mm-hmm. not? He's like, fuck it. Let's do it. And Joe's like,
1: I do this all the time. Do, all do, time. You, <laughs> do you watch uh Japanese anime or any other forms of
3: anime type stuff? <laughs> have you ever mm-hmm. seen any? Uh, I have, no, no, but. Okay. uh certainly pg stuff yeah um so like GB no the only shit. we could put
2: you on some good shit man like on the same level that is it's not hentai
1: d- there's no tentacles in people's <laughs>
3: mouths or anything like that <laughs> now the only other japanese stuff i watch is um terrace house um because i i'm a big Lover of psychology mm, and okay. uh, kind of underpins my marketing background because it's like how people think, why they think the way they Terrace do. Terrace House. Terrace House. So it's basically, uh, how would I describe it? It's Is the it soap. It, no, it's it's reality TV. It's like yeah, it's like the, Big Brother. It, no, it's it's like The Bachelor, but very Japanese in the sense ah. that they. They don't, like, ply them with drinks. They don't, you know, I've known some people who work on The Bachelor and they say, yeah, we ply them with drinks. We try and get, get, you know, know, to get them to (laughs) loosen up and all that. But, no, it's literally just a fly-on-the-wall camera and they'll go on little dates and Mm -hmm. it's really cute and they, you know, maybe they'll hold hands and that's, like, a big deal (laughs) in the show. Yeah,
2: (laughs) dude. I've seen documentaries about, like, the levels of intimacy in, in, in Japan and, like... Even just kissing on the cheek is like a big No, exactly.
3: Like, but you. it's just really nice to see this like very human interactions. And it, it's a real sort of, I mean, obviously it is still somewhat staged. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's probably the closest to what we see like real human interaction. I remember one season I watched the big drama of it was when this guy got given this very expensive like Wagyu meat from his client. And all the housemates ate it. And he was just like, you know, oh, really yeah. sour about it for the, like the next six episodes. And we sort of like slowly saw him come to terms with this, really sulk about it, but then slowly forgive the housemates for doing that. Wow. He have
1: never
2: forgiven them. <laughs>
3: nope. I would have jizzed in all their like clothes
1: or like their bed sheets or something like that. I would have disowned all oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you would have hit what? the toothbrushes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's uh... Uh, what about um, there's a TV show in, I think it's in London, where it, 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 it's Is all, it because he's European, Keenan? No, because he mentioned <laughs> about the. European TV- ancestry. Uh, yeah. ancestry. <laughs> no, but you mentioned team. about the, the show that almost like close to real life and they follow around, but it's somewhat scripted. There's another show where it's not scripted at all. It's literally just a camera in these people's homes and they're watching television and you're oh, watching oh, them watch oh, television. Yeah. And they just yeah. talk about.
0: Um, is that it's called thing? something something tv or something like yeah. that and, and it's just regular, it's people, just regular people watching it's a, a show something or an event something or box something. tv i yeah. think TV yeah, yeah. Like no
3: the, i i have seen a few episodes of that yeah. that's really hilarious where they really, literally just
0: watch tv and give their opinion and we watch yeah. them
3: watch
2: tv <laughs> it's like that
3: kids it's very
1: inception
2: <laughs> so i don't know if you guys ever fucked around with the uh, social network you now
1: no Negative. so
2: it, it it's it's one of the first uh live streaming social networks. I used to fuck around with it just because I took, I took Gary V's advice and looked at all these other uh, adjacent social networks that most people aren't on. And, uh, and you now, there was, a, there was a guy who literally became world famous. for He just threw on his camera and slept. For like a month straight.
1: Wait, what are you supposed to do with this? You're just supposed to watch people, like every night. he would just sleep. And
2: yeah, and he had like a sick following
3: because it was like,
2: fuck. He's still asleep.
3: But how how do you how do you physically do that? <laughs> I know
2: he got up maybe to use the bathroom a couple of times, but other than that, but
3: to eat. So no, he, that's
2: he just all he does. Fucking like sh- he just sleeping
1: so There's no edits or cuts because you there would be. No, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't oh, know the story okay. well
2: I just know that that's what happened. And then there was another guy who. Um, he inherited his dad's liquor store and he was worried about how he was going to promote and market it. And so, and this was like in the hood, like oh. in the hood, but because there's so many interesting stories, he just threw on you now and uh, going live. And actually, we should consider doing that shit for this pod, by the way. And um, it's still, it's still a People just and, watch it? Yeah. Peop, the, weird people. Um, it, the, the, the Midwest is on these platforms, putting to you like that. Like yeah. the, oh, really? In yeah, the United yeah, States? Yeah, the oh. South and the Midwest oh. use these platforms more than Instagram and all everything else.
1: Just to promote their stuff?
2: No, just to be on there. Oh. That, that, that is where they consume content.
3: And, and you speak to something that I think is really powerful, that so much of social media gets a lot of flack. It's been well-documented. And, like, sure, I get it. Mm-hmm. Trolling, fake news, yeah. all of these different aspects. But what people forget is... It gives all of us, it really democratizes the ability to create content, create stories and therefore create connection. And that's the thing that I really like about it. So I think you you make a good point there about you now is that you're giving a platform to people who perhaps didn't have a platform mm, yeah, or I felt see. felt the other social networks didn't align with them. And that I think is something that really should be celebrated while we can still hope that uh, we can make these social platforms work in a in a way that serves humanity as mm. opposed to hinders humanity is is certainly a noble aim. But at the same time, we should celebrate what yeah. has been good about social networks coming to the forefront.
2: You'd be surprised. I mean, there was another one called Friend Life, Friend, Friend Life um, that that uh, I got gotten invited to, and to this day, those people still follow me on Instagram afterwards. But I would jump on there and. I think I made $3 as a whole for, for going live. I think maybe a week I went live straight for a week, one hour at a time. And I made like $3, but the thing is they paid directly. Eventually friend life turned into what's now known as live.me. Right. But there are, there are people out there who refuse to be on the mainstream because it's generally perceived as like, well, what's the point? I one's going to look at me on there. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, most of these live streaming platforms are populated by uh by by uh I guess the word would be cam models or whatever. And it's they're not cam models, they're just girls in their own town who don't have any other platforms and don't want to be on Pornhub or X video or whatever. Yeah. And it's not like they're doing anything. They're literally just girls wearing a little less than usual, but not nothing yeah. where it'd be like considered porn and just having a bunch of weird guys just just it's all the people fetishes. all the people who don't <laughs> feel 20th. comfortable being seen anywhere else. For some reason, flock here right. and to these types of social media live sites, and and there's musicians that have a niche following. I mean, and it's
3: it's not even just that. I mean, even if we go back to the the original purpose of social media is to create connections between yeah. people. I mean, hell, that's how we know each other. Yeah. Literally, was I went. Right. So i I went to a a, a connection of mine, Joe. Uh, Applebaum. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that yeah, right. Applebaum, I hope. yeah. Yeah. He had a LinkedIn local event here in Los Angeles. And I only knew him through LinkedIn mm-hmm. and through, you know, commenting on his content. We had a few calls and whatnot. Crazy guy. Very crazy guy. Went to this event, met Philly and Keenan. Like, yeah. that's the That was you met us both that, the first that's, time here? That's, year? that's yeah. how we oh, met. Shit. So, I mean, if that's not a testament to the power of social, social media, media, you yeah. know, it, it can bridge that... Initial gap, and then once you bridge that initial gap, then you get you know the wonderful in person, which and meeting an
2: IRL it, like the what it does after that after the fact is oh, incredible. IRL, yeah, in real life, in
0: real life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you were a nerd, Keenan. What is this? I, I, I think those, You're really I'm disappointing old. us here.
0: <laughs> I can't tell you how many but. lady friends I've <laughs> met on social media. Yeah. You know, IRL, you. ASL. Wow.
2: Did, did you? Did you ever? Hit yeah, I. Yeah, re- ASL. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Kenan. So
3: Kenan is simultaneously fifteen and fifty-five at
2: the same time.
3: Ah, uh, you kids it. and your interwebs! I still use He's like no. Keenan.
1: He's don't... like, I don't know what
0: IRL means because I'm having real life interactions.
2: <laughs> no, no, but without, without getting too far away from the point, I do think. Uh, okay, so. There was a point in time right before I left New York the second time, uh, th- th- I ran into these. So I, I have, I have a buddy out in New York. His name is Curtis and his thing is one beer bounce. Every time it comes over, we're sure to spend at least hundred dollars, right? Because it's Manhattan, but we go just uh, pub after pub, uh, bar after bar, one beer and bounce. And we see if we make friends. We met a lot of people in New York that way because that's how people in New York meet, uh, and one person in particular that we met happened to uh, be in town for a convention on uh, raising awareness of like suicide or what have you, right? But also he was on an ambassador trip personally to invite anyone who would be willing from a major metropolitan city, whether it's Los Angeles or New York or whatever, to, to, he would pay for their flight and their lodging to go down to the South, one of those places to sort of help share the cultural knowledge that isn't readily available to those areas that they only have access to via social media.
0: Why do, we, why would we taint them like that?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> wants but to that know speaks this, to a broader point
0: and, and he point was like, of-
2: dude, you, you've, I will pay. He was like, please, they, they would love you. But more than that, you'd be doing us all such a big favor by coming out, man. And I was like, I was, I was sincerely considering it, man, for a long time. Hmm. For a long time, except, it, and it wouldn't have, it would have happened if it wasn't for later that night, as we were all walking around he starts asking random people, do you have weed? Do you have weed? And I was like, "Uh," and it's New York. It's really illegal, you know? And, and started asking some really dodgy people. And I was like,
1: fuck. Damn. And
2: sure enough, you know, I don't want this guy who doesn't know what he's getting into. It started looking pretty fishy. Probably we're going to get into a fight or get robbed. Mm. And, and then that's when my buddy was like, he works for TSA and shit. He was like, Phil, let me tell you something, man, I can tell you right away when it's better to leave people to their own consequences he was like, you should have just left, man. You should have just left with me. It's like, don't do that again. And and I would have taken him up on that if I hadn't seen that part of his character. Then again, we were kind of drunk, but still.
3: Mm. But that's the point is that sometimes you need to make those judgment calls and that's about putting yourself first, right? And it's not being selfish to put yourself first. It's if you aren't, putting yourself first and therefore being the best version of yourself then how can you be the best version of yourself for others that's yeah, true. right
2: yeah that guy clearly
0: self-awareness is <laughs> important mm-hmm. yeah. i mean
2: you know there's nothing wrong with you know asking people for cocaine too but he just he clearly wasn't
1: from he was the asking state. for weed I'm, and cocaine oh
2: yeah yeah first the, <laughs> when they said they had weed he was like cool cool He was like
1: well, do you have cocaine?
2: Yeah, and that's when I was like, cocaine? "Fuck!" Would it? And you know, my buddy works for TSA. Cocaine. That's when he was like, "I'm fucking out." Yeah, <laughs> damn. But
0: he was like, "I can't." He, uh, he's not in, about in, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, in good conscience, uh, be here, Phil. I, I do take polygraph tests every once in a while. Uh, you know. I'm, I, I, I gotta go, guy. I, yeah. I have a
3: mate who uh, works for the Australian Taxation Office, and when we talk about the ways we have you know maybe flouted the regulations in the past. He's like, la, 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 I'm not
0: listening. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you have that one friend and you're about to do illicit stuff. Philly's that guy. He's like, all right, well, guys. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, pip, know, pip, cheerio. I'm <laughs> off to bed. <laughs> I used to be that guy. Now Joe is converting me over. I'm, I'm growing to the dark I take side. a little personal
2: responsibility, man. <laughs> no, this is all Joe's fault.
1: And he'll admit I'm the it. savage. I'm the... <laughs>
2: If Joe can corrupt you, he will uh,
1: madly. Fucking go. <laughs> Shout out to Creeps. What's up? <laughs> but it took him like ten years, so to 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 get to where i am no No, to to crack crack oh he wasn't even trying to get in that it's longer than 10 years yeah yeah. we've known
0: each other for 20 almost 25 you can corrupt me right now if you want let's go (laughs) he's he's he's, 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 he has one foot in and one foot out yeah (laughs) at At this point
2: keenan is flirting with drugs (laughs) <laughs> hey wait wait we can't just put that on the podcast like people listen to what this. are you talking about you <laughs> bought a pipe and, and showed it to all of us last week i
0: showed Marijuana it to you totally it's totally different there was a video clip that way hey, i didn't approve of that that was not consensual here.
1: wow <laughs> I wow. Not consent to that. Right. are you really <laughs> you just host of <laughs> this
2: podcast it's literally called the none <laughs> of our business podcast where we discuss things we have zero Point zero
1: zero percent business discussing it all. There's no authority behind what we do. But I know you two hold out every single fucking episode as far as what and I can see it. In your Shit, eyes.
2: Way, out, so. yes. I mean, everybody knows I'm I'm uh-huh. more of a bookworm in general, <laughs> but also, I mean, everything I talk about, I have no no basis to no professional basis to speak on. You know, and anytime I talk politics,
3: or, yeah, but you don't need a professional basis to speak Ooh. on it. That's why I and, it. and and, and, and that and, 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 and that comes that comes back to just being willing to learn, right? And 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 we talked about this before, Billy that. You and I suffer from the classic intellectual trap where we have the awareness of what we don't know and that maybe hinders us from pursuing, you know, a type of business because we feel like we have we have no business being in that line of work or that field. But yet, you know, I see time and time again there are people who are less qualified than us making it work because uh, they okay, don't have I all, see that all No, time. but they don't have all the answers, but they figure it out. Yeah. And so maybe we need to adopt some of that mentality. That's just spoken on that so much. Right, man. that that courage of just, you know what, you know, hell with it. Let me sometimes get,
2: it's not even courage. They're just ignorant to the to their chances. So right. they do it and then they do it.
3: Since we think we
2: know our chances.
3: Yeah. So maybe we need to you're a little more self-conscious. And, yeah. yeah.
2: Like think about yeah. the guy who gets the girl who like really yeah you're like yeah well he he doesn't know any better he's like fuck why not you know where the other guy's like oh well, i don't know i know specifically who i am very in the head right or yeah. something with jobs when you look at your boss you're like i can't believe this fucking guy is my boss yeah right yeah but he's probably so thick he doesn't even you, know that you
3: he- actually bring a good point and I, i'd like to slide this in here uh, slowly. Yeah, Jesus. slowly slowly, slowly, slowly. hold uh, it. Just the just tip.
4: First. <laughs> is
3: <telling me> you, <laughs> okay. you guys are terrible. Hey, hey. <laughs> but but you bring up a curious point about jobs. Uh, what they've found is that women apply for jobs when they meet 90% of the criteria. Men apply for jobs when they meet 60% of the criteria. Mm. And this is an interesting point that you need to understand that when you read a job description, it's usually like a hundred percent wish list Mm -hmm. of what they hope this person has. So back yourself, back yourself. If you see a position and you think, you know, you're the right fit or if you see a person and you think you might be the right person, the right life partner for them, just back yourself, take the shot. Like, what do you have to lose? Because the worst Thing that could happen in that situation is usually not that bad. Right. You might think it's bad, are but it's usually not that it? bad. What the fuck? But the Man, best I thing, the upside, the upside is huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, huge. that's right. And I get the downside all the time. So fuck you, Joe. I still try. <laughs> so you
2: mean you're the catcher? The shit just happened earlier <laughs> oh, wait, today.
0: <laughs> the shit just happened earlier today. We just had that conversation we earlier did? today. Yeah, when when what? I when I told you, I was like, just do it. just do What are it? they going to tell you? They're going to kick you out. Like oh. what? Like.
1: The security thing, but yeah, that's different circumstances. There was no real opportunity for me to shoot. There's no reason to shoot my shot. Like to there's get no, in? yeah, there's you no reason. You should always shoot your shot. Because the shooting, the shooting my shot part with a loaded would be, gun, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the shooting my shot part would be me going up to the security guard and going, "Hey, these are our passes, you know, of this type and quality. Can you let us in?" But I didn't do that. That would be my shooting my shot.
0: No, just yeah. going for it, just getting that, in that's without me even going asking. For it. No, hey, hey,
4: hey, that's two different. Hey, 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 it's, it's two different things. I want same a clean thing, but, fight, no touching of the hair or face.
0: I hate you sometimes. I hate you, too. but I love you. Bench hey, press. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, let's do this right now. Come on.
1: Oh no, 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 I'm, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. Put that shit away. <laughs> Wait. Ah, uh, fuck. But I was gonna. I was gonna. Um. Yes. I was gonna add to that. God damn it. Where are you? Back up. Like, five. <laughs> say, say what you said five minutes ago, and then we'll just read I can't remember uh, I was going to chime in. Uh, Dang it. It was about...
3: Jobs. 60% versus 90%. Shot. Oh, yes. Hey, see? It worked. There yeah, we go. Boom.
1: So what's the success rate of the 60% of guys... Uh, oh, sorry. The guys that only have 60% of the qualifications go in for the job compared to the 90% that well, women...
2: Here. What? No, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, um, the, like- the
3: data is still, like the data was iffy on that because obviously, you know, acceptance of a job versus apply like it's mm-hmm. far easier to get mm-hmm. uh, data on applications mm-hmm. versus, um, but I believe their preliminary findings was that it was something like maybe a 75, 80% acceptance rate for the guys. And the women were slightly higher, but it was like maybe 90, 95%. But when you look at the comparison of the the characteristics right, of right, the job right. description yeah, that they yeah. had, that was what it was trying to say. And that's what the data was showing is that these guys who, you know, because they're having that confidence to just go for, it, a lower, go for yeah, it. Yeah, it's and good. this is, I mean, this comes back to a sort of a quintessential dynamic that, you know, men, and I realize this is gross overgeneralization, but men generally will display more arrogance and confidence in that. And all I would say is, well, to, to women don't feel like I've, I've had female colleagues of mine say, oh, I don't know about this position. Cause you know, I don't meet like one requirement. I'm like, go for it. And if you do get the job, learn it, just mm-hmm. like figure out whatever that requirement is after the fact, right. You know, cause what do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. Like, They'll say no and that's it. They say no and you don't get the job and you're exactly in the same position as you were Mm -hmm. before. Any job
2: you take, no matter what, even if you're qualified, is still going to take a learning curve that can only be learned by being, because every company in itself is a unique snowflake. You know what I mean? It really is. And you have Here's to learn the, the shit Here that's involved point. in the company. No matter what, you're gonna learn something there. So anyone can learn on the fucking job. Well, yeah. they mostly teach. Yeah. That's mostly how I learned. places teach,
1: as far as I know. I didn't know
3: it's, shit. It's, that's it's,
2: why yeah. hiring is so fucking expensive. Well, by losing an employee, so it's, it's not answer.
3: even. It's not even just teaching. It's uh, it comes down to like. Uh, company specific knowledge which is what Philly's like referring to there and that's the big thing you lose right. when a when an employee yeah. goes it's it's not so much you know the hard skills of what they did but it's the Company-specific processes that they knew and they knew inside out, so they mm-hmm. could do a task maybe in two hours. Which now you've got to retrain someone, and they've got to figure it out. So you've got months and months in there, mm-hmm. and then maybe for a while it's going to take them a week to do that task mm-hmm. rather than two hours. So you know, there's a huge. I believe they the the estimate is something like you lose an entire salary of On someone yeah. when uh-huh. when someone leaves, and Not that's to
2: why putting more of your resources to help guide them at the same time. And Mm -hmm. now you've got another
3: manager involved there and it's like, fuck. So that's why it's, it's funny when people go, Oh, like it's expensive to retain or, you know, why do we put effort into culture or, Caring about employees, it's like it's in your business interest yeah, yeah, to care exactly. about your employees. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not to sound like a pompous asshole, yeah, but, but you are I, a pompous
0: asshole. I, but I'm going if to. I, if I ever leave the company, it's going to be tough to replace me because I do a lot. Joe of shit owns that, the company. No, I don't. He's
1: he's partly he's the under he's the undercover CEO. He runs Shut that up. whole shit. Odd he, flex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think mean, I think, know, think that's generally the,
2: the goal, though, right? You, I,
1: I, you're supposed to shoot for the shot, shot, shot. Shot 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 (laughs) shot. All
3: right. Yeah We know we know where Kenan's mind's at.
2: It's not it's not not even about making yourself irreplaceable or whatever. It's just I mean, I do want some sushi. learning as much as you can about the place where you're spending that much time in, and finding out how how, how many other ways you can contribute value, Most should just don't. be our general mo. No matter where we go and what right. we do, right? Yeah, but a lot of people don't do that. As uh, you see, a lot of people are like minimum minimum wage, minimum effort, minimum everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. They want to raise the minimum wage. How about we raise the minimum effort? Am I right? <laughs> <If> <laughs> pretty you much vote for me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean,
1: People, a lot of people expect that. You get that both ways. You get a lot of the employees and people that I've seen heavily. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> fuck <you." laughs> Just perpetually derailing Keenan with every <laughs> we damn, have God. no respect for Keenan on this podcast. <laughs> both ways. <laughs> uh, that's my podcast, the No Respect podcast. <laughs> the um, no respect, no, no, no. Where,
0: where after the show, you do your own <laughs> podcast where you say all the things you wanted. To I
1: say.
0: In fact, that's the what I could direct your content the, that could be your that, the, the producer's cut. Yeah, that could be your content. His Instagram generator. content. So
2: what I actually wanted Best to say, right, class, so we
0: just so, finished the episode, yeah. but I would just
1: want to yeah. co- cover a couple of things. I, fun, got a, I got, I got Buck a couple Joe, of Buck's notes, Philly. reams of paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my confessionals that you've seen. Uh, confession, uh, confession, uh, that's great. Confessions, Confessions with Keenum. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's the so alliteration. All, this is going to sell itself. <laughs> fuck, fuck both of them and Patrick. Fuck them all. <laughs> no, all right, so it's, uh, I've seen it where employees uh, would want more for the less work that they do. And then also I've seen people or clients and bosses would want what my saying is nowadays is that they expect uh a thousand dollars worth of uh work or productivity uh for only a hundred bucks. Like that that transition um as we're talking about in the, the business world, uh with bosses and employees and the caringness of what you have under you and people who work above you. I I've what I've seen is is the complete 180 of that, that statement, as we agree in that true statement, a lot of people don't follow that methodology.
3: But I think a lot of that comes down to stop treating workplaces like adult daycares, mm-hmm. right? And this is a, a, a big problem that we're still grappling with in corporate America, which is the idea that a manager manages, mm-hmm. right? And often micromanagers. Really, we don't need managers. We need leaders. And anyone can be a leader. And the point of a leader is you're serving your employees to mentor them what, and provide them with the resources that sets them up for success. And that really starts with giving them the right level of autonomy so that they take ownership of tasks. I've noticed that in every job, when I start getting resistant to doing work, when I start wanting to do less for it, it's because I'm being managed to such a level I'm not trusted for my expertise. And Mm -hmm. that is very demeaning to a person. Absolutely. You've been trained in whether it's through classical education, whether it's through bootstrapping yourself, whatever it is, you've trained yourself in some form of expertise and you want to be respected for that expertise and allow yourself to demonstrate that in the best way to, as you say, Philly, bring value. So let people do that. Let people Mm. the freedom to make some mistakes, try some new things. Cause that's when you get some real innovation and that's when you can actually unlock a whole lot more value, not just for the person themselves. So they feel you know good about the work that they're doing, but also for the company for the in the business, long run. Yeah. Culture, for the
2: every, yeah. Everything across the board.
3: Cause otherwise if you're starting to like really look at every single little task that they're doing, then they're going to go, well, fine. I'll just sit back and I'll, I'll do this task and, or maybe I'll do it to a, the minimum effort mm. or even worse, maybe I'll start actually like sabotaging the company. Maybe I'll really go against company interests and that gets really dangerous mm. very quickly. Yes, and I've, I've seen those toxic yeah. work environments. I'm
0: experiencing something like that currently through some disgruntled people. Mm-hmm. But I, I can tell you, I, I agree with it because I know as soon as my bosses let me, let me just spread my wings and, that's when the company started flourishing mm-hmm. it, it opened up so many possibilities just giving me the go ahead to say joe you make decisions that are in the best interest of the company so anything that you want to do do it because we know that it's going to help the company and as soon as they gave me that green light
3: it was a wrap because Boom. that's what they should have hired you mm-hmm. for and they, they hired you. what's the point right <laughs> yeah. it's like they hired you because you were supposedly an expert
0: so tr- prove that Treat you as an expert. Well, well, it's, it's a little different for me because when I started, I was entry level. Like I didn't know anything about the business. You know, I did have sales experience. I was gonna say, yeah, you had some, but that—that that was my little—that—that was—that was my niche. Like then,
3: they brought then me in, in. Then in that case, you developed the experience over the time you were with them, exactly. and that is something that still should be respected, yes, right. which is like, why absolutely. he's CEO right now. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, we see that. <laughs> and then, and then we're are, just really gonna jawbone Joe all the way <laughs> <laughs> to CEO. Pretty much, <laughs> and yeah. then they're are, gonna like people. listen to this podcast <laughs> and think, you know what? Yeah, you know, let's what? just let's make
2: him And then there are people who 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 will look at something like that and be like, "Oh, and they're in the same company and they're like, "Well, what about me?" You know, and I don't how come I I work just as hard or it, and I'm
1: just a janitor, how can I do what Joe does?
2: Right. And and that comes down a lot wait. to like also I think the way someone again, the willingness to ask for shit too, you know, a lot of like I, I know Joe would be a person who's willing to fucking ask for what he, what, like what, what he should be getting, you know, he's always willing to, and, and I, re, I edit a podcast called EO wonder um that, that focuses on a, a lot on women entrepreneurship. So when you speak about those numbers, like I'm, I'm glad to hear them coming from somewhere else. Cause I hear literal conversations with women entrepreneurs that where they talk about also a lot of women entrepreneurs don't ask, for, like when they work in, even entrepreneurs, when they're working in a company, they don't ask for help. They don't, Ask for anything because they don't want to be seen as someone that's needy or, or someone weak, that
3: yeah. that's weak, and we, so they w- Women have it's it harder so, in yeah, that respect because if a man asks for something, he's assertive. If a woman asks, right. it's needy, and that come, <laughs> no, but that that comes back to that dichotomy, and that's something that we all as a as a species need to take a good hard look at. Absolutely. We can't be having one rule for men and one rule for women, absolutely, um, right. when they're literally doing the exact same thing. Um, and and Keenan you're saying that you, when
2: you're assertive they they, they don't like it? <laughs> no, it
1: backfires heavily.
2: <laughs> when you're at work I get
1: I get more of a no when I'm more uh, assertive with what I want.
3: Well, that actually speaks if I could dovetail it to yeah. another part of your performance at work is down to two things. It's down to work-based or like performance currency and relationship currency and it's about 50-50 between the two. So, performance currency is literally how good are you at your physical job, like the tasks that you do and, you know, the respect that that garners within the company. And then the other aspect is relationship currency. And that's how do you make connections within that company? How do you make sure that other people are buying in to what you're trying to do for the company? And that kind of ties into your earlier point, Billy, of asking for things and asking for things in a humble way that means, oh, I'm doing this because we all want to make." the company better right that's yeah. ideally what we we want out of something but the key is to balance how much you do of those two aspects and i mean i find this very natural as a marketer because so much of my job is reliant on other people it's reliant on copywriters it's reliant on developers Whole it's reliant yeah. on designers mm. so that's very natural but even if you're somewhat of a solo uh, you know, team member or disgruntled, even just you—you you can still find ways to make connections. So I sell people, take people out for lunch, you know, or get true. get get coffee with people. Just get some a happy hour drink with them afterwards. That's amazing Any, what
2: buying someone lunch will do. Right? It's Thanks, it's, sure. it's,
3: it's such a little thing. It's <laughs> such a little thing, and we've all got to do it. But just those social bonds make a huge impact in how you work in the company because. At the end of the day, we are still working with humans. Right. Mm. You know, we're not working with machines
2: yet. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going we're to get there soon <laughs> oh, enough. Oh, well, uh, ha, I agree with you humans. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 Fuck you both. Uh, Elevating uh, laughter reflection
1: by 30%. On this episode of Keenan Confessionals. <laughs> uh, Keenan's Confessionals. I just want to. Uh,
0: shout out Kawhi Leonard for. Uh, Kawhi for, Leonard? Yeah. Is, for, this? is this, for, this an uh, LAFC thing? Or? No, it's so. just he, he's, basketball. he joined the Clippers? Oh sports sports.
1: (sighs) wait who are
3: they do you you follow sports I believe that's only Lakers in this town that anyone cares about oh I've seen those ticket price discrepancies I know which one the town cares about Uh, talk to me (laughs) none of you talk to me oh
1: man
2: every time someone mentions sports it's really bad I just glaze over it's it's the equivalent of of someone going back in my day uh, suddenly I'm like oh they want to hear
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean,
3: I have, I'm afraid to say that I have many facets to my personality. I I love the intellectual chats we have, but I can banter about sports, sports like, yeah. all sports. I never have an off season because as soon as one season one finishes, done, the then the next starting. one comes oh, around. But what's the
1: What's God. the big sport that you can go toe to toe on? Pretty much any stats. And yeah, all yeah, that. yeah. Is there a particular sport that you just like? You what's know, what's your heart?
3: bag? <laughs> bag. It's probably. Yeah, it's it's probably rugby, soccer, uh, rugby and, is that the one? Yeah, and then American football. Okay. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. mean, I dip in and out of basketball. Honestly, yeah. like I'm a big Pittsburgh fan. So, fun little story. So I was introduced so you're to a Sixers Ameri- fan.
0: what? So you're a Sixers
3: fan? No, yeah. I hate Philadelphia.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay it's
3: it's west west pennsylvania not east pennsylvania you said you're a
0: pittsburgh fan so yeah that's
3: west pennsylvania but but philadelphia has the sixers no but that's the point we don't like philadelphia oh you can, you can see it. verses. Um, <laughs> I just figured, you know?
4: So the good well,
2: news in, is, this is America, <laughs> and you're entitled to differences of opinion. Joe's right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, you know, Patrick, I really thought you were a good guy.
3: Yeah. and now he's like, I'm out. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Welcome to, nice to my side. You,
2: <laughs> he doesn't believe in my guy. Get in well, your back. Pack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rejoice. <laughs> Huzzah!
3: So when I was uh, six, six, seven years old, I was introduced to the sport of American football by my grandfather. No one really followed it at that time in Australia. A few people now, but still not so much. Okay. Um, he followed it because he's a big, uh, he likes the strategy behind it, how it's essentially a massive chess game played between you know 300 pound pieces. Uh, he was a big Packers fan because he was a big union guy and he liked the fact that the Packers was the only publicly owned team. Mm, right. So I start hunting for a team for myself and thinking, as a seven year old kid, there really isn't that much that you go off. And the colors of Pittsburgh Steelers uh, are the same as my school. And Heinz Ward was playing. And I'm like, oh, Hines last, last okay, name okay. connection. <laughs> Followed them ever since. There it is. Um, then I learned more about the city, how it's like, you know, Steel City, steel, but like yeah. slowly you know, adopting to the new age, you know, becoming this new like tech startup hub. So I really like that story. So as a result, became a Steelers Penguins Pirates fan. And because oh, wow. it doesn't have an NBA team, I'm really just not super into the NBA. I mean, mm. what, one of my best friends is a, uh, Bay Area native, so uh, through that it's a Warriors. But honestly, I'm not super into NBA. As a result, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So sometimes you just you know you yeah, just so. don't make the right
0: moves. So, I, guess, I
1: mean, it's good, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Jesus. So guys,
0: no. oh God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I I really don't watch American football anymore. I, any, I used to, but I'm kind of over it. I'm really just on on. Sorry about that. I'm really just right now I'm just into basketball and uh and the MLS. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Tigers, what's up?
2: Right now I'm hey. really just into like Donnie Yen winning the soda bottle cap challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: he though? Did he?
2: I didn't see any others to be honest, but just seeing Ip Man being able to jump and do a badass kick and unscrew a fucking bottle like without kicking the bottle over. Talk about hand-eye coordination. I mean, see, for me, martial arts has always been my sport. It's just because it's also a solo sport. I have, I have a terrible condition. It's called poor team sport. I'm a bad <laughs> team member in general. Hence this podcast. If it wasn't for certain <laughs> obligations in general that, 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 that go beyond the podcast, it would be hard for me to be a part of anything. I have a really, really, really hard time being interdependent. It, and I know that it's coming at a cost of a lot of success because you know individual teamwork
3: makes the dream work yeah, really. oh, right. <laughs> yeah. individual
2: independence is fine Just it's course. a good pinnacle to reach but it's not the pinnacle interdependence is and it's so difficult for me because i'm very very i think it stems a lot from my own like back in the day when I, the way i was raised the way I, I was moved around from home to home and sort of like i saw like Well, it seems like nobody can really give a fuck about me for reasons beyond. Yeah, Yeah, you got to be reliant on on yourself. yourself. So Mm -hmm. I've yet to break those shackles entirely from my mind and, and I'm working on it. But if anybody out there is listening and you feel like fucking, you know, it's not, it's not, this isn't like my main thing I'm saying. But if you really feel like you can't fuck with people for whatever reason, just open up a little. Because the only reason I have anything to show for a lot of the things that I do, regardless of my own efforts. Is because I've come together with great people. Look at this podcast. If you're enjoying this shit, it's from it's from the ability to open up and be vulnerable to being let down, to being insulted, or to being hurt, to being or shut out, or or all the big things that can happen Dude. because of it. Uh, alternatively, which is to be extremely happy and have the laughs that we've had, and and have the fucking awesome guests that we've had. Like we've had it, some
0: pretty good guests. Yeah, Prior to episode thirty two. I mean, we've had some fucking amazing <laughs> guests. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm
3: kidding. You've been great, man. See <laughs>
1: no,
3: so what happens when filthy. you do the whole
1: downside of Clippers?
3: Oh, uh, Sorry, well, again, too, too many different facets. You'll like some of what I say and you'll hate the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. that's,
0: that's the point of this podcast. Yeah, oh, you know, god.
2: Pretty much so yeah martial arts how did we how did i get from fucking i, I know, know. why
1: are we talking about we were talking
3: about sport and right. You right. have any
2: of you guys ever taken any 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 at all any when sort of a martial sport no. when i was a kid yeah, my what, parents what, what had me take? do
1: karate Dude, you know
2: it's, it's fucking lit
1: mm-hmm. i did as a in elementary school i had all that stuff at the at the whole with the belt and all that stuff it was pretty cool then it stopped after a while I don't, I don't know why there's something to
2: it it really is it's a, it's right. another meditation if you will there's definitely something that happened I'll, t- I'll tell you why okay and this is something subtle that, that my Sifu never mentioned but that I started to realize was taking place so a lot uh, from Krav Maga to fucking to Kung Fu to Taekwondo or even karate. There's a thing that's done prior to beginning any training or stretching or whatever. And there's sort of like a salute, if you will, to whatever uh, mentor came before us, right. The sort of the grandfather of whatever. And, and, and what happens with that alone, it's sort of like the idea of forming a habit. The minute you do that, it triggers a certain part of your mind. And then when you start doing the same stretches that you always do before you prepare, again, it's tr- it triggers another part of your mind. And as creatures of habit and triggers, it, the, the things that it does for you, honestly, I, I was never more at my best than when I was doing martial arts because of the, the inherent discipline it carries. The inherent portions of your mind and character that it, that it, that it turns on. And, that, and, and I, I imagine that sports in general, is a lot like that. When you're on the court, you're never more in the zone, right? You're never more
3: self-aware. Well, because it's a manifestation of yeah. life in many ways. It has highs and lows. It has, you know, suffering. It has triumphs. And, and through that adversity, resilience, it teaches all those traits in arguably a low-risk environment yeah. so that it trains your mind to be comfortable taking those risks when it is you know, not so much of a low risk environment when th- maybe there are high stakes involved, but that's the thing, and it kind of speaks to your earlier point that we we need to we need to take those risks because nothing worth having, sure comes without taking a risk, right you know, and that we can play it safe. and if you want to live a comfortable life, I am not going to question you on that. All I would ask is that Have you consciously thought through, is this the life that you actually want and you're happy with that? Or are you playing small out of a fear of going for something bigger or something different? Not even mm-hmm. necessarily bigger. Because bigger is not that's what always I tell, better. That's what I Despite what girls. America would have you believe, <laughs> hey, bigger what is what not always hey, better. Fucking Texas.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm looking
3: at you. Uh,
2: that oh. exact speech is how I pick up now. <laughs> and, and,
1: uh, uh, there's no age limit to that, right? You can, do, no. you can start doing that at
3: 40, 45, 50, 60. I mean, you always see these stories of like, you know, what I think it was maybe three months ago that it was this... Uh, japanese man i believe who like got himself in shape so he could walk a runway because he wanted to walk a runway just for himself and he did hmm. and you know obviously got a lot of rejections a lot of people no never doing that and then someone took a chance on him but again he put in that work i have heard of
2: that i don't know how but it's vague in my mind yeah an airplane yeah. runway just any runway no, no like no, a like model runway like a fashion runway. Yeah. Like a fashion
0: runway. oh yeah. I like just where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> but but that's he's like the, the oldest male model. Yeah, yeah exactly okay. and okay. that and that's oh, the point yeah, what, what i do remember that
3: right like whatever that is in your life whatever that thing is mm-hmm. you know and again it's never too late mm-hmm. but you do need to put in the work and you do need to put in both the physical work but also the mental work and if mm-hmm. anything the mental work is Far harder than, Dude, than anything mm-hmm. else.
2: It sounds like we're right at the right place right now because we, I was
3: just
0: about to say that hey, Pat. Yeah. I like you, man. I think we're gonna have to have you back, back on at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, who knows when? But you know, <laughs> it'll, it'll be it'll happen. This no, maybe during a Clippers victory or something. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just like a throw in your face. Watch an <laughs>
2: <that laughs> old rugby match or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what's going
0: on. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, we we actually what do we do? We we have a thing kind of like where you ask a specific thing. We just give people a platform. Billy, look what at, are you doing? Look, 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 look at just jo, wait. Philly can't shoot his shot, Joe. So jo, Joseph said that I'm taking this over. All right,
1: yeah, but go oh, ahead, yeah, Joe. No, give it to him. Give it to him. It's called a soapbox, and so what that yeah. happens is that we give an opportunity for the guests to say whatever they want with no interjection from the other host. It's your platform, and it's your platform to talk about whatever.
0: You can here you can he, here. you can do a shout out, you can drop any of your social
1: media. You can say you, can you hate women. Talk
0: about it. I mean, we it know it doesn't what, matter. You know. Not around these here parts. <laughs> so, you have the floor for as long as you need it. Feel free to talk about but whatever you want. But not long talk. enough like an hour or 30 minutes or cuz there is like a time <laughs> limit that they
1: put. So they'll they'll look at you when you have to like finish up.
3: That's fine. I've just got two quick shout outs. Um nice. one if you've enjoyed this at all or want to connect with me about words with ward uh, find me on LinkedIn. So www.linkedin.com slash iron slash Patrick James Ward, all one word. And um, also if you're in LA, uh, July 16th, uh, we're having our second LinkedIn local LA uh, with the fabulous Diana Newen, who is a LinkedIn influencer from Melbourne. So all the way from my home country. She's, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she's flying out uh, for an American tour. Uh, so she asked me, when are you holding LinkedIn Local L.A.? And I said, when are you in town? Mm. So we've made the dates for that. So it's July 16. It's on Spaces Fairfax at uh, 6.30 p.m. Uh, So it's a cool co-working space we got there. By the Grove, right? By the Grove. It's Mm. free. So you got no excuses not to come along to it. Um, You can find the registration Eventbrite link on my LinkedIn. I Where think is? I have something going
0: on that that day. Probably some Clippers
2: game.
3: No, it's off season right now. But no, yeah. no, yeah. no, I still right no, 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 it's no, it's
2: no, for some reason have something.
3: He's uh, watching free agency. I, no, the most important <laughs> I just, one just love contracts guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know it's crazy
2: how
0: how 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 in depth the free NBA free agency has gotten like it's crazy because it doesn't happen like with the NFL it doesn't happen with a lot of these other sports. What do you
3: mean free? I free agencies I where teams like buy other players, and, and like they, there's no there's is there a salary doesn't cap? That, there? Doesn't that kind of yeah, feel kind of like slavery? No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: kind of got the no, connotations. No. It's, it's,
3: <laughs> yes, but but it
0: also gives the player the option, like it, the the player the player can actually choose where they want to go, yeah. or if they have an interest in a specific team and things like that. Because there's, there's still an of, agent that's negotiating yeah. on right. behalf of. Yeah. I was just thought, oh. but it's just oh. crazy how 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 big of a deal it is for the NBA and because why? all the other sports don't really don't have. Do? Yeah, it's not as concentrated as, as it is with the NBA. Like the media, literally. Oh,
3: it's a firestorm. It's, yeah, the, do
2: they make more money than all was, the other sports players? No,
0: no. Oh baseball does I believe yeah. the most really? but, but baseball does
3: play the most yeah it, they do <laughs> but,
0: well, they're, they're talking but about but they also only that, have to though.
2: be like 20% on the ball for like the whole like I know that much is true like they, they and you can to be still be 60% good. body fat Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <still Okay>. be
0: <laughs> <laughs> professional <laughs> baseball now that's true that's really, man. these hefty guys with the
3: bellies that's and the and old pitches. great American <laughs>
0: sport <laughs> yeah. it's yeah.
3: like if you can drink a beer and smash a burger and still get out and crush a home run we want you we want you <laughs> Here's nine hundred
0: million.
2: <laughs> I should have been a baseball player. Damn it! <laughs> that's crazy. Man. Yeah, that's
0: wild Kenan, shit. Kenan, do you have a soapbox talk for us? I don't.
2: Look at Jeez, look at his body language. Yeah, <laughs> he's, you all. he's really <laughs> unimpressed
0: everybody.
1: with yeah. us. Oh, any part of that. I'm doing Kenan's confessionals. That's my soapbox. I'm doing Kenan's confessional. Fuck the noob. Fuck what noob <laughs> represents. <laughs> no. And if you're down with noob, fuck you too. for the listeners, the visual right, is Kenan crossed his plane. arms and sulking like a little boy.
3: <laughs>
1: I didn't travel to any extra destination that, I, that wasn't along my original goddamn pathway of, of doing anything. So that's still going strong. Uh, I'm almost done with my drone, which is one thing we talked about as far as uh, not consistency. Oh, fuck. What's the word where you have to make sure you do something? Oh. Uh, accountability. Accountability. So um, it's good to have this accountability with Philly because uh, I finished uh, the drone that I've had for a whole year. Uh, and to speak on the other stuff that we talked about earlier, you know, it's never too late to do something or finish something or start something. I had a drone piece, uh, bought all the parts right off the bat. It only took me 45 minutes to finish it, but I took a whole year to get to that 45 minutes. Yeah, but um, you still got it done. And that's yes, what matters. and that is the point. And that is uh, something I'll, that that is my soapbox, is that uh, uh, definitely start something that is on your mind, uh, no matter what obstacles you think might be there laid out for you. Because a lot of engineers will do this, will Scientists and engineers will think about all the no's and problems and the wrong stuff that could happen before even starting a project or putting out drawings, or doing research or uh, going off and actually putting some steps, the baby steps, the 1% steps to get something done. So, um, And I also want to thank Joe for bringing me to this anime expo because I've never been to one in my entire life. So it's kind of nice. I got a little magazine out of it. Um, so it's pretty cool. to see a lot of cosplay stuff, which made me want to build some cosplay things, which is kind of cool. And, um, fuck noob. So, <laughs> and, and, fuck, and you fuck you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: Oh, fuck you. San yeah,
2: Fuck you. No one says that about my city.
0: Filthy yeah. animal. What, what right. do you have for us uh, today? A lot like Kenan. I, I've, I've
2: been on my own hey. sort of sabbatical. Um, I won't leave you hanging. Give you a (laughs) high five there. Uh, As usual, I have nothing planned, but at the same time, it's because I'm living viscerally my life. And one thing that I've really tried to allow is I'm a person who's constantly, 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 like a lot like me not being able to appreciate shit, as we talked about earlier. I'm also constantly hard on myself. I think so much so that not only am I constantly on the move, but I'm constantly on the move in the wrong way with the wrong fuel. It's like using, using uh, diesel instead of what your car actually needs, right? I've been pushing myself forward uh, with notions and ideas and energies that just were, clearly weren't good. It was, all criti- it was all critical of myself for being wherever I am. And, and the minute I let go of that, I also realized that I had no fucking idea what my real motivations were for anything. But it wasn't until I stopped criticizing myself that I realized I didn't really even know who I was. I was just an amalgamation of all the books I ever read that kept me from really knowing myself. And so in the same vein as you were saying, it's never too late. Um, I'm only 30, so I know I'm just getting started. And, and even more than just getting started, I'm like, I'm a baby egg here. I, I, think, I think it's really important that if, if you are of the, of the same cut as I am, that you really do stop speaking to yourself that way. And you may not even know you're doing it. Uh, and then starting from there and exploring things because exploring is really the only way you're going to get to know yourself. Uh, you know, you start with your body No, uh, um, really get out there and explore because that's the only way you're going to find out what helps you get out of bed in the morning. Otherwise you're going to wake up one day and have a hard time getting out of bed. Um, and, and then if you're the opposite of that, you're just a person who doesn't ever want to do a goddamn thing. I think it's, it's along the same things. You're just not exploring and and you haven't really put yourself out there enough, made enough mistakes, uh, good ones and bad ones to really come across something that makes you want to get up. And at this point, I think the only thing I need to be doing, and maybe all of us really for the rest of life is just seeing what else is out there and taking it in, chewing it, food for thought. Right. And then deciding, Oh, okay, well that's what that's, that's what that is for me because at the end of the day, it's about what it means to you. Whether it's a fact-based object or subject we're talking about, whatever it is, yeah, it's going to have whatever it actually is, but then it's going to have what you throw onto it. And what's going to help you get out really is what you throw onto it or how you interact with your environment, not so much how your environment interacts with you. Outside of a natural disaster, really, that's what's going to get you out of bed. As far as I'm, I'm, start, I'm beginning to see that that really is what fundamentally affects everything we do, uh, at least for me and I hope that if it does relate to what you guys are doing that you guys can take that and say all right let's reset for a second and see where this is going to take us now
3: preach i've never known someone who is as hard on themselves as you Philly and yet is such an incredible human being with such talent whoa 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 well, slow <laughs> slow down no there, no seriously seriously and this is this is why, this is why i refer business to Philly whenever i get the chance because i know that whoever I'm referring his way whether they work together or not he's going to put his heart and soul into that and that is a rare quality you think it's easy because you know it's, it's a bit of a cliche and yet it is so rare to find someone who, who can put that energy into everything they do so hats off to you Philly oh,
0: no. cool you. hold on you're going to need a neck brace Phil. <laughs> yeah. right? no, you're going to need a neck brace <laughs> heads get <getting> big
1: <laughs> and I'm not talking about the one at the top <laughs> hey. Got involuntary <laughs> <specimen>.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Table <laughs> rises Two inches Up <laughs> You got a Jack Right there Tremors
0: <laughs> uh, My soapbox Talk For this Week And that's our
1: Time for None of our Business <laughs> well, Thanks for Joining what? us Next week We'll have You start Playing the The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the walk the Off music <laughs> <laughs> Nah just Fuck um, you guys All
0: right. Uh my, my My soapbox Talk for this Week And I I don't think, I don't think I've said this before, but even if I have, I, it's been one of those weeks where I, I feel like I need to just, uh, just restate it, uh, because I think it's important. Um, be kind, be kind to others, be, be kind to others, just straight up because you never know, you, you, you could see a person every day, like a coworker or a friend, and you just never know what's ha- what's happening in their personal life you're not you're not there every day um you're not there at every hour you're not with them all the time um so you just don't know what type of day or week or month or year a person is having um uh, and for you if even if even if you yourself um are having a negative day you 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 shouldn't put that on anyone else because you don't know what type of struggle they're going through um and not just just not just friends, but just people you meet in general. Like if you're, if you're in the service industry, you know, and you're having a bad day, you're still in the service industry. You're providing a service, you're providing something to someone else. So you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't uh, project your negative energy uh, to them just because you're, you're having a bad day. So just try to be kind to others at all times um, unless, you know, they prove that they don't deserve that kindness. Um, Then maybe you can, reciprocate with just the Factic. same amount of negative energy but uh, just just in general just just be kind to others uh just uh be considerate of others personal lives and what they might be going through because you just don't know you don't know and you could be that that straw that breaks the camel's back per se you know um yeah, that's that's what I got for for this week. Just short, short and sweet. Uh, LaFC, we kicked ass. Sorry, <laughs> LaFC, we kicked ass last night. Six one, beat the shit out of the White Caps. God. TSG,
1: what's up? LaFC, <laughs> <laughs> And the U.S. women's soccer team. Yes, and yeah, the U.S. women's soccer it's team this, mor- this this morning beat the shit
0: out of the Netherlands. The Netherlands uh, I, I have nothing against the Netherlands because I love it out there, but. We beat shit out of you too Netherlands, oh. more
2: like Neverlands. Am I right? Am I right? That's, no, that's some schoolyard change. <laughs> uh, this
0: yes. has been. Yes. Episode 32. Next Up week. None of our business. Uh, uh, podcast
1: uh, mm. you, you, you. Next week will be us, and uh, then we'll have a guest the week after. Subscribe, uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, YouTube, any type of social media. Contact us, communicate with us. You know, we do more than just this podcast, we can really get close to talking. Um, but thank you. Thanks for listening. This is the None of Our Business podcast with
0: Joe Cassianos.
1: Philip Lano's Keenan Duncan Patrick Ward and friends yeah yeah
2: yeah here's the story all about how my life got flipped turned upside
1: down no no no, no, no.
2: eat your woman
0: out suck your man's dick
2: and pet your dog Love you.